welcome to episode three of Big Punch Classic. Number three. This is like uh, this is the trilogy. This will be hit. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have to rename it after this. I, I believe in trilogies. We've become this is the uh, what we'd have to this would be Revenge of the Sith. Oh God! And then there'd be you're so beautiful. <laughs> Love is blinded. Oh me. God! Put the laughter track on. But hey, hello everyone. Here we are. We're here again. This is us trying to be uh, conversational. Yes. It's funny because it helps to have microphones actually because it forces us to have a conversation yeah, rather yeah. than look at our phones, which are currently off. Yeah. The irony, of course, being is that by having a microphone in front of you, you kind of feel a little bit more kind of on the spot. Yes. Yeah, I feel I feel like there's a lot of pressure on me to talk. It's hard to be spontaneous in a non-spontaneous manner. Spontaneity. Spontaneity. That's the, that's the aim of the game, apparently. It's only going to get easier, though. Is that right? Well, I hear. That's that's the theory. <laughs> well, it's like we've had a we've had a kind of project going in mm. each time. It's like episode one, Scott is we meant to go on. We did a commentary track for uh, Return of a Jedi. That was a strange start in it hindsight. Was, I'm not going to lie, Rev. It was uh, it was an unusual. Beginning. It was out there, wasn't it? Uh, episode two, we talked a bit of history. That was good, wasn't it? Which was a good, history yeah. lesson. And now episode three, where are we? What well, are we doing? We're 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 here in my house, recording house. this. Um, it is, the summer is officially over. Because the heavens have opened after about three days of sunshine. I uh, I don't know who uh, descend into exaggeration, Rev, but I uh, I honestly thought I was going to die. Did it was, you? It was so hot. Yeah, it was, it was hot. We uh, I'll tell you a story. Actually, we. Uh, it sounds like uh, like from the, the deep from deep history. I'll tell you a tale. <laughs> three days ago, yesterday, yesterday. Uh, That's even better. Day before yesterday was uh, truly hellish. Oh yeah. Where I work, I work in a big uh, big building. We're on the top floor. So not only are we directly under the ceiling, so we're getting the roof, so we're getting all the sunlight kind yeah, of beaming oh, down. Oh, that's also, like a greenhouse. Well, exactly. But yeah. we're also on the third floor, so all the heat from the building is oh, rising God. up. So Nightmare. however you spin it, it's very hot. And Might be too hot. I just, you know, by the time I get in, I walk in, I walk to the, I walk to the train, ride the train, get off the train, walk to work. By the time I got in, I was sweating buckets. Yeah. I was just drenched. It was horrible. And the when you go into the lobby on the ground floor, mm. it's lovely. Lovely and cool. Got Lots of plants. There's maybe like one point no, plant. No, it may not be a may that, not be a real plant. That doesn't make a difference anyway. But you go in, it's you know, it's breezy. Say hello to the two security guys on the desk. How are you doing? Do you know their names? Nope. Oh. But one guy has a uh, shaven head and a classic bouncer that and a goatee. Does he? It's rather nice. Does he look threatening? No, he kind of looks like uh, a kind of off-duty Father Christmas. He looks like he'd help you move if you asked him. If he... <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon if uh, if I found myself in trouble in a darkened alleyway, yeah, and he came around the help, corner, he'd have your back. He'd go, "Everything uh, right, John?" Yeah, I'd, uh, and he'd help me. I reckon we should we should think about that as a business arrangement. I'm actually kind of thinking of um, Paddy. No, not Paddy. Max, Max. And, Max and Paddy. I'm thinking of Max from. Uh, uh, okay. Nights, yeah. So Peter K with a glued-on goatee, bit older, right? Okay. If he had like a, if his if his beard gotcha. had gone grey, I'm imagining um, Walter White. It, uh, no. Okay. No, he's got he's he's got more of a kind of Peter K kind of build. Gotcha. Have you seen any Breaking Bad? No, no, me neither. No, no I, I'm aware of the character though. Yeah. No, well, you, you keep you, you keep a finger on the pulse of sure. contemporary oh, absolutely. culture. Popular yeah. popular culture is very important. Yeah. Very popular as well. Well, oh, indeed, indeed, and, and uh, cultured. 
Absolutely. Ooh. I'm very cultured. Yeah, you're very cultured. I'm here having a John Smith's while we record this uh, podcast. Yeah, I, see, I see you uh, rocking uh, your baseball cap on uh, My New on York sofa. City baseball cap. Yeah. I lo- I my love Sonic it. the Hedgehog t-shirt. I love how it says, I'm white trash, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm how I want to be in my own house. <laughs> we are. If uh, if we were on the other side of the Atlantic, we'd, we'd be reclining on a stoop right now, <laughs> kind of watching the world go by. Yeah. As it happens, we're watching the rain come down over your what? delightful garden. It is, well, it's looking all right at the moment, yeah. Have you done any gardening on it? No. No? <laughs> I'm not so much with the gardening. Because uh, there was one careful lady owner of your house. She was. She, well, she left a load of good stuff. There was food and all sorts, but mm. I, I have yet to yield anything from the garden. Are you sure you, you, you did buy this place and didn't just, I don't know, habitu- Acqu- acquire it? Habituate it. Yeah. Well... Uh, we're on tape, so uh, we'll talk about that afterwards. Mm. Uh, but yeah, um, sorry, where was that? Yeah, hell, hell, uh, that was my workplace. We're going off on a tangent of the tangent. But this is good. Which is slightly worrying. This is just meant to be a conversation. Let's just, sure. see, just see where it goes. I uh, I, uh, I took the elevator because mm. I'm not climbing three flights. Not three, much of a stairs no. guy. Well, I used to be. But, oh, now, yeah. but now I'm like, oh, it's too hot. Knees. Can't do it. My knees hurt. I can't do it. So I go up, I go up. the elevator's warm. Get up to the kind of landing area on sure. the third floor. Get a lovely view of Gloucester. Mm. It's beautiful. And it's very hot. Mm. Worse than downstairs. Oh, this is, this is bad. Well, I would assume it is. Well, you'd think, wouldn't you? But you, you might be forgiven for thinking that, oh, there's air conditioning. Mm. Yeah. Or, or like it's going to be nice and cool. Uh, I immediately go into the little toilet because I just I need cold water. I just need something. Yeah. So I run... Um, I do that thing where you stick your uh, your wrist under the cold tap. Sure. Because you've got a lot of veins just under your oh, wrist, so okay. it's a good way to cool down. Is that right? That's, that's a fact. That's good. That's a bit of science. So I did that. Uh, dabbed a bit of water on my face. Very hot. Yeah. And uh, it just got worse from there. And we I'm got... not, I'm not, Are you sure you didn't make this theory up about the wrists? No, no. It, it did cool me down for like a bit. And then, so then you have to go back out yeah, again. It got yeah. hot, and like can't stay there all day. It just got hotter and hotter in the office, and I had a big, uh, I had a big load of work to get through. I've got, I've got a kind of tunnel vision where <clears> I feel <throat> ill. I wasn't feeling well anyway. It's really hot. I've got this work that he's doing for the end mm. of the day, and it is like a hell. You're like it's just sweat pouring off us, and then, and then this, this, this email comes through, and they're like, uh, "We appreciate it's hot, <laughs> but." Please, can you shut the windows? Good God. Because the air conditioning is struggling. So yeah. they're saying, like, so the reason it's so hot is that because you've opened the windows... It's letting all the air conditioning Yeah, out. the air conditioning is suffering. You, you know, so I'm like... Yeah, yeah. And my immediate reaction is, that is that, that's nonsense. It must not be a very good air conditioning system. Well, here's my point. Like, in the two years I've been there, never felt a single draft or mm. breeze or any... Anything, yeah, any, any drop in temperature is significant. Yeah, or like there, there is definitely a vent in the ceiling above mm. me. Don't get me wrong, but it's not air conditioning. I don't think it's doing anything. It's like if I if I drilled a hole in the wall. That's air there's your air conditioning. Yeah, that's air conditioning. Doesn't need uh, doesn't need uh, maintenance. Just uh, just, just yeah, just use that when you're ready. So we shut the windows, mm. and of course got hotter. It was horrible. Yeah. Uh, it, it was living hell, and and then I had to walk home, and I just wanted to die. I remember getting getting into the house and immediately just kind of taking my shirt off because <laughs> it was just like drenched. <laughs> and Lucy had very kindly, she, I got you a, I got you a cold flannel. Nice, it was lovely. It's like, oh, it's just, it get water. You know, I'm drinking, I'm drinking water. We got a big bag of ice cubes. 
anything just to try and cool down. It's like, oh, it's so hot. I mean, we're in the coolest room in the house. I've got, to, I've got to open the back door. Go open the patio. Open the patio door. It's just like, <laughs> this all sounds very dramatic, John. Well, it was. I, I it was. It's horrible. I don't, I don't cope with heat especially well. But you open mm. the back door, think, oh, let's get a breeze in. Let's get something. Stepping out, heat onto, came in. Well, yes, it, it, it's. It was like stepping into a wall of heat. Oh yeah. Well, I. I've once been to the Caribbean for my yeah. sister's wedding, yeah. and it was exactly that. You would open the door or the patio slidey door in the morning, and my god, yeah, it would hit you like a ton of bricks. Was that like were you stepping out of an air conditioned area, or was that just like uh, the interior of the yeah, yeah, probably. But even then, you can just the Caribbean for God's sake, you can feel it hit you. And I, it is you just go. Vroom. I uh, I was in Indonesia for. Five weeks mm. back in two thousand six. Oh yeah, I want to say like a decade ago. That is a decade ago. Getting old, and um, yeah, it took us like four and a half days to get to our destination, which was this tiny little island where we were doing, uh, we were learning how to dive and doing like uh, surveys of uh, the coral reef. Sure, this is while I was at university and studying biology, and uh, I remember when we got to Jakarta. You know, big city. I think capital of Indonesia, and uh, yeah, just you know the heat, the humidity. But I remember vividly um, having an intimate night with uh, my friend Tom as we shared a hotel room. Marvelous. And uh, you know, king size bed. Oh, lovely. Room for two Sounds kings. Good. And uh, a fierce air conditioning. Really. Like like a powerful like, stuff. You know that thing where you go in and you're like, oh, this is this is bliss. Yeah. And then you and spend then the you entire sp- you spend the entire night yeah. huddled under like yeah. uh, the goose feather blanket because you're. It was ice forming on the pillars. <laughs> we did that in Iron Affa. We got, the air conditioning was on full blast pretty much all the time. So you'd go in from the pool and you'd walk in, walk in the back door from the pool and my God, it was freezing <laughs> in that house. Good God. That's when like you're so proud of it. It was like, we, we have made an impact on this yeah, house. You're so proud of it that you'll sit there and put your coat on. Yeah. So, oh, so. It's worth it. I won't feel the benefit. <laughs> I won't deep. feel the benefit if I don't go did, um, put a coat on. We didn't have air, did we have air conditioning when we went to Albufeira? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. That was the um, that was the first of the uh, lads lads inverted commas holiday. Good God, we are the, probably the least likely lads ever to be branded with such a title. Well, it's all relative, isn't it? Mm. I think if you look at like the greater circle of everyone we knew growing up, and it's just. Few sounds of Cheltenham drifting. Yeah, there's, there's, in. Chel- <laughs> there's the usual sounds of Cheltenham. <laughs> Gunfire and uh, sirens. No whales here. <laughs> what? Well, whales are calming noises, aren't they? Calm blue oceans. <laughs> Where did you go with that? I don't know. My mind's racing, John. Sounds of the sea. Fill, fill, fill the space with noise. It's an audio presentation. Who <laughs> was saved? Seagulls only come out to sea to die. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, landlocked Cheltenham, incredibly. No whales. Funny that. But yeah, um, uh, the lads. We went to uh, my first and two-day only uh, big boozy mm. lags holiday abroad mm. in Albufeira. Albufeira, Portugal. It's an interesting place. I would define it yeah. if I was to have one word, mm-hmm. dirty. Yeah, yeah. I think I maybe we could like broaden that and say I'm sure... Albufeira as a whole. Well, we were in we were in the we were the on strip, the strip the basically, strip. which is every bit as horrible as it sounds. But old the old town, yeah, was pretty nice. Actually, it was nice, yeah, because I think by the time you and I went for a few beers one afternoon and ended up staying there for about seven hours. 
Yeah, I think like we'd been dispatched on some vital. We'd been sent to look for like water or squash. Yeah, or yeah, it wasn't. We went down. To, we went down. And we went, all, ended up in a bar. We'd all go down to the beach, and then yeah, we went to get water or something. And we left because it, it was so hot on the beach. Like, well, was, I, I needed a beer to cool me down. Yeah, that, that was the problem. I, I was think having. we had three pints actually. Just, I think we had more than that. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was like. Uh, it was this weird. Um, it was certainly kind of like it was appealing to be so kind of detached from reality or my reality at least. Where he's like, "It's eleven a.m. Do you want a beer? Yeah, all right." That's acceptable on such a holiday, though. Yeah, as I've subsequently found out on the three others I went on after Albufera. Yeah, because like Albufera was like a trial run, and things got pretty pretty messy on that one. I think we could probably fill a fill a whole podcast talking mm, about let's that. Let's not one. though. Let's not though. We'll, we'll have to, we've got to say that some uh, some stories, but we um. You went to Iron Apple was the next one. Iron Apple was it? after that, which I did not do. You did not do one, Iron Apple. One was, one was enough. You were probably better off out of it. <laughs> I like to live. Uh, I like to live vicariously. Wasn't that the um, the pass the pigs one? Mm, yes, it was. It Where was. you uh, the you, pass the pigs drinking game? You played a lot of pass for pigs. Yeah. Well, I took it. I put it in my bag last minute as I thought. Oh well, we'll be hanging around in the daytime. Yeah. I'll I'll pack a, a game. Someone was bringing a deck of cards, etc. Mm. etc. It came to define the holiday. Past the pigs, basically, in that every night before we went out, we would play drinking past the pigs. Mm-hmm. And my word, did we get drunk before we went out playing that game? You uh, used to carry past the pigs around, didn't you, for several years? Like, yeah, it- well, we tried to once we got back, we tried to introduce it here, and mm-hmm. it didn't really take off. Nobody really understood what we were doing. I swear, you, I swear, we used to play it. Not maybe not like all the time, but I, I can think back to like a few parties. Like around the time we were at uni, or like when mm. we, where, because I, I have vivid memories of Pilgrim getting very excited about a leaning jowler. Oh yeah, leaning jowler is a sweet move. And I know, and I know, I think I want to say like there was some origin to leaning jowler being very funny, but, and I, but then I think Iron Apple solidified it, like Iron Apple, yeah, because you came back with this renewed vigor for past. Oh, it was like, it was very good. There are various photographs of us online after and during playing said game. That would let you know just how much of a um, ordeal it was. There are many games you'd th- you'd you'd uh, kind of associate with uh, getting getting absolutely mental. Pass the pigs isn't traditionally no, one of them. No, it's not traditionally one of them. However, yeah. Well, I bought giant pass the pigs for a New Year's Eve party. Yeah. And it was basically two inflatable pigs. Was that was that one of our New Year's? That was one of the Brookbank Close um, New Year's Eve parties. Good God, can you remember which one? No, they all blend into one. They do. There were definitely three. I want there to say. were three. I remember coming down stairs after the third of those three and thinking we've got to move. The place was an absolute state because we, uh, as a as a little context, uh, dear listeners, mm. we. Uh, I we, feel like we're being very internalised here. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's part of what it is. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a chat. But uh, we, uh, we lived together, didn't we? We did for. Uh, well, we we've known each other like pretty much all our lives, mm. and then Feels like we it. all went to uni. But you know, we all came back and we saw each other, and we occasionally visited each other at uni, that kind of thing. Yes, indeed. And then uh, we, uh, yeah, then um, me and Holton went to Canada. You did for a year, and you came and I came us, and visited for a, three weeks or a month or whatever is, it which was. Which was really cool uh, in Vancouver, and uh, and then when we all got back to. Pardon me, that beer is going straight to my lungs. Nice, well done, John. Uh, when we got back off, uh, when we got back from Canada, we all uh, moved back in with our families. Yes. Obviously, 
for like a year. Mm. We um, we refer to that as like the lost year <laughs> in a weird way because all we all we would do because this was in um, you know this this was in the village we all grew up in, mm. and it was weird in a way to go from like having that amazing freedom of being in Canada. Yes, because you were you were still at university. I was at university for that year, yeah, and then I yeah. came out pretty much immediately after, which is obviously why you didn't. Join us exactly because of course that's exactly the reason yeah. I couldn't I couldn't commute. But that that's that would have been expensive. Well, that's very wise and long. And uh, I remember like that for a uh, side side track. But I remember that first Christmas. Another side track. <laughs> it's like Inception. Where, where are we? <laughs> where did we start? What? We um that first Christmas in Canada. I remember Holton had uh, grand schemes of uh, throwing a party in Canada sure. and getting everyone to come over. It's not practical. It's not practical. I uh, we're older and wiser now. We were young. We well, were older. Anyway, long story short, got back from Canada, lived uh, lived a year at home, doing nothing. Well, we had jobs, mm, uh, but, of a sort. but we didn't really have much of a life outside of those jobs. We drank a lot. It was Friday nights around yours watching movies, basically, and yeah. drinking. Yeah, we would just kind of drink my 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 family's. I owe your dry. parents hundreds of pounds. <laughs> Almost they, certainly, they liked uh, they liked entertaining, but we drank we drank a lot <laughs> just of just as well, eh? We drank a lot of beer, and that was basically all we did because we didn't have girlfriends, and we shockingly, you know, I I just got a job which, you know, I liked, but at the same time was you know you know it's that thing of like you get a job and there's things we were in limbo. I think it's probably true to say you could say we were treading water. We weren't mm, really going yes, anywhere. Very good. Well, we both come up with good. Phrases there. They're both. Oh, we'll uh, keep coming back to both limbo, great, uh, great, great analogies. Fail, failure to launch. Oh, you might say temporary, temporary, yeah. like Matthew McConaughey. He was in a film. He was failure indeed. To yeah, the, with um, oh, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. That's the one. Wife of Matthew Broderick, who starred in Godzilla, which is Holton's favorite. No, no, he hates it. Oh, he hates it. Yeah, he actually has surprised. Which Godzilla? The first one. Uh, no, uh, in some, uh, well, the the American. I've like, not seen the reboot. No, I've not seen the, the new one either. But no, the um, the kind of like uh, Roland Emmerich nineteen ninety seven one. I quite like that film. Uh, I've not seen it. There's since... not much of a story to it. Uh, but I remember enjoying it. Holton, while I watched it. Holton has surprisingly strong opinions on Matthew Broderick. Does he? Yeah. What does he think of Ferris Bueller? I don't know if he's seen it. He just doesn't like Matthew yeah, Broderick. Well, at least he's one of those people. We, uh, I finally uh, saw War Games. Oh yeah, classic eighties movie sure. starring a young Matthew Broderick. Oh, voice of Simba. Also, Re- no. adult Simba is Matthew Broderick. Adult Simba. Adult Simba. Well, Not there the we kid go. He'd yeah. have been putting a voice on. Really? Yeah, I'm sure that's true. <laughs> Look that up. Look <laughs> that up while like, you're listening to this. It's like a. I'm Ma- sure that's true. Matthew Broderick was Simba. Doing an impression of a young, <laughs> young <laughs> <Yeah>. African boy. <laughs> wow, his accent is really good. Matthew Broderick and Darth Vader <laughs> in The Lion King. It's just, I find like my adult knowledge of Matthew Broderick is like Godzilla mm. and Inspector Gadget. Yeah, two movies which I don't believe stretched him as an actor. I don't think they were challenging movies no. as an actor. No. Um, but uh, Holton, yeah, does not like it. But I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, you should ask him. If he ever appeared on no, this... Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to ask him. I know how much he likes to bang on about things he doesn't like. If he ever if he ever appeared in this damn podcast, we might... He's on the... He's on the, he's on the artwork. He's on the artwork. He's getting a third of a revenue. Unbelievable. <laughs> what, what revenue? <laughs> oh, I've not seen any of this revenue. <laughs> 
Yeah, I get I get two thirds. Yeah, yeah. It's my silent partner. Um, but uh, yeah, I saw War Games. And oh uh, yeah, sure, War Games. Right, good. I liked it. Good. Uh, it's uh, what happened. No, don't tell. Don't tell us what happens. Give me the. Give me uh, the, the York notes. Give me the York notes. The footnotes is. Uh, it, it, it's like pre-internet understanding of what computers were. Right. And long story short, Matthew Broderick is a hacker mm-hmm. in the eighties. So he like put a floppy disk in. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know, it's floppy disks, it's uh, landlines. Mm. He's got like a, like a dot matrix printer. Uh, like a little... Uh, oh, I, with gr- the holes in them. Yeah, like a green yeah. text on a black screen. Those were the days, weren't they? You know, and he's... Um, it's a simpler time. I enjoyed it. He, my, my Probably my biggest criticism of the movie is he, he comes across as a psychopath. Is that intended? No, I think he's meant to be cool. Oh. But he actually comes across like... Some uh, people can't do cool, though, can they? Well, no, he's... Some people stare off into the middle distance and they look like they've shit themselves rather than actually... Just looking cool as they had intended. Yeah, just kind of looking constipated is, is, is like... Uh, we having yeah, con- constipated's better. We having a conversation before we came out. This is like an exception. It's uh, circles doing circles. Uh, I literally don't know where we started. No, we'll try and, we'll try and work it back. But Ali, it, Ali was watching uh, America's Next Top Model. Oh, yes. Tyra Banks. <laughs> we, had, well, we were having a conversation about uh, being a model and, what's a, and, like, and what makes you a great model. Because mm. uh, Lucy made the point that if you are modelling clothes... Yeah. We apologise for the sound of the... Uh, there's more. There's the police helicopter to follow up from the sirens no, it's all, It's all kicking off. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sound... It's an audio landscape today. Well, you can tell we are where we say we are. I think that's important. Well, we could be anywhere. We could be anywhere. That, say, could, that could have been a sound effect, but or we they just could, have to trust us. They could, they could assume, for all they know, we could be sitting on a, a rather wet airstrip <laughs> listening to <laughs> helicopters over here. Yeah. That is, that is one of our favourite pastimes. But, uh, <laughs> it's them again. Yeah. They're, they're back. They're back. <laughs> cool security. Um, but yeah, Lucy made the point that if you're a model and you're there to make the clothing look good, mm. why are you the celebrity? Because well, well designers you, are but, but, famous, but yeah. aren't they? The big, the best ones. Because it's like uh, Naomi Naomi Campbell Very good. came up. Good knowledge. Because we were talking about her and saying how like she had this. Uh, she was like a, a supermodel, mm. you know, as in super. Yeah, world famous, all the most glamorous parties had apparently a bit of an attitude on her. More than that, I was I always suggest. like you know screaming at eggs and like saying I want this, I want that, you know. Yeah, and it's like you'd almost expect that behaviour. From the person who had designed the clothes? Oh, you probably do. Well, and maybe as well. But it's like, uh, you know, and we talked about the fact that, like, it's so weird, like, what makes a good model. Because mm. um, when when I used to, when Lucy and I used to live in her old family house with her sister, yeah, her sister would watch America's Next Top Model. Sure. So I watched sure. a few episodes. And I remember one lady got kicked off. Mm. On the grounds that she was too sexy. Oh, really? Yeah. That was the argument. What, like, distractingly sexy? Well, no, their their argument was that a model, Mm. like a high-end model, is meant to be almost like a bit odd-looking. Distinctive. Yeah, yeah, like unique. It's got got to have, like, a look. Whereas, like, this lady... She looked too generic. Well, it's a weird thing, you know... A very, very attractive woman. Mm. And they're like, no, I'm sorry, you are too sexy. 
And it's like saying, what do your look mean? What, what, who are you? Ah, don't get me started on that, John. You know how I feel about all that sort of thing. You know, you don't, it's a load of old, you don't really believe in pretension, do you? It's like, you know. I'm very matter of, I'm very matter of fact when it comes to these sort of things. (laughs) Well, it's nonsense, this. That's nonsense. I don't, shut up. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Shut up and get on with it. But it's like, and this led us on to talking about how you'll get like the side of a bus and it's got like a lipstick Mm. advert on and the look the the model is giving you is not a sexy look. The look is, well, it's pouty, isn't but, it? But 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 it's not even like sometimes it's like ooh, you know, and it's a little bit like a little bit sexy, a little bit flirty. Sure, sure. But you like, it, you're doing it very well. well thank by you. The yeah, way. you know, wearing the lipstick for the listeners. Wearing the lipstick, he's doing well, it very yeah. well. Uh, but maybe he's born with it. But but the but the the look is that constipated look, mm. which we talked about. Like you know, when actors think that's kind of beautiful, it's like smell the fart uh, acting. Uh, it's like a. Uh, weird look. There you go. <laughs> Those are just strange noises. We're getting off topic, John. Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Okay, we'll bring it up a level. Bring it up a level. What else do you remember, Matthew Broderick? Here comes us? the kick. It's Inception. We're pulling back. <laughs> uh, Matthew We're Broderick. Getting yeah. off topic. Basically, Matthew Broderick is a hacker. He because because he just loves. Where did ha- supermodels come from? Because we we you we were talking about like cool, and you said oh, right, like okay. cool is like a gormless Good. look. Yeah, I did say that. And then we like, and I was like, ah, but gormless is supermodel look. Good. Matthew Broderick's Bring it a back. hacker. Bringing it back. Matthew Broderick, he's a hacker in the 80s, mm. which means that he is a wizard, basically, because yeah. no one understood what hacking meant. Mm. So he can do everything. Like anything and everything, he can just kind of do it with computers. Yeah. But to impress a girl, mm. he hacks into his school computer and changes their grades, gives them both A's in right. like subjects they're failing in. And then he tries, long story short, he tries to hack into one thing inadvertently hacks into, like, the Pentagon. Mm. Ends up hacking into the uh, America's nuclear weapons cache. Yes. And it just so happens that they have just implemented an AI mm. which will fire nukes. Yeah. Because uh, they have this point. It's quite a good opening, actually. They have mm, a point that yes. the people whose job it is, they have, like, two guys in a bunker who have, like, you know, like a suitcase, like, handcuffed to them. Mm. And it's very like, you know, there's all these coves and doors and things you have to go through. But they're the guys who fire the nukes. Right. And the idea is that, like, when the call comes in, when the president is like, we have to launch the nukes now. Matthew Broderick can hack it. Well, they made the point that whichever human is on task, who has mm. a go, and go oh, oh, heck, the president wants us to fire these nukes. Oh. I have to, I have to do it. I have to turn them on. Right. They found that, like... 90% of people won't do it. Oh, right, okay. Even, like, even if they've been trained, the military men, they had all the training, your one job is to fire the nukes when and the president tells you to do it. it. They just go, I, I can't do it. And Matthew Broderick could. Well, they uh, took... This is, this is the... This is, where they, is this is where they brought the AI in. Because they have a big argument. They say, look, we can't trust humans to do it. Sure. We need a computer that can you do it. You get, like, a tin opener, couldn't you? Or a, a little or like nodding... An like a nodding bird yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But that's that's the point. They say, like, you can't trust a human to do <laughs> I'm it. I'm thinking of The Simpsons. Yeah, you think, yeah. You can't trust a human to do it, so here's a computer that'll do it. Mm. Matthew Broderick accidentally hacks oh, into Jesus. that computer. And it is... Sets an, off the nukes. But it's, it's, it's an AI. So it uh, has a kind of intelligence. And the guy who built it... And it didn't like Godzilla either. <laughs> One day you will make a you Godzilla will make movie. a terrible version of the Godzilla movie. Long so short. The guy who programmed the AI programmed it to love games. Oh. So he taught him how to play chess. 
good. Toy oh, Magic. so Matthew Broderick had to play it at chess. Uh, kind of. Uh, it's basically like he hungry, hungry hippos. He thinks he's hacked into a computer game mm. because it has all these games. It's got chess. It's got this, and the final weapon is called like nuclear war. And he goes like, "Oh, I'm going to play that." Oh, don't, don't do it, Matthew. So he starts playing the computer at oh, nuclear war, where he's playing as the Soviets, uh, and the computer is playing as America. The problem is, so who do we want to win? Well, arguably, <laughs> uh, the whole point is that, of course, nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. Nu- any kind of war with nukes. Mm. And the whole point is would destroy us all. Sure, there are no winners. No. But the issue is, he is playing a, what he thinks is a computer game against this mm, computer. Yeah, yeah. But Does cut- the computer know it's not a game? No. Oh, the computer- so they both think it's a game. Oh, no. no. Wait, no, the computer thinks... The computer doesn't know any better. Oh. But the thing is, the computer has control of the nukes. Gotcha. So, and everything he does in this game is getting broadcast onto, like, the big screen oh. in, like, the Pentagon's... Military control. Sure. So you've got all these army generals looking around, and Matthew Broderick goes, "Well, I think I'm going to invade this country." Oh, jeez. And and then someone goes, "Good God! Like general, like the Soviets, they just you know they just nuked Lithuania or something oh, like that. No. They're fighter planes. They're coming. They're coming towards us." And the whole point is that like it, it's just meant to be like a metaphor for how insane war is. Sure. Yeah. Because the game he's playing with a computer ends up. Destroying uh, half the planet. No, it doesn't quite come to that. Oh. It ends up convincing America that Russia is about to start a nuclear war. Oh. So America starts prepping, and then Russia are like, hang on a minute, why They're are they prepping? So we better start prepping. Oh, my word. And then Matthew Broderick gets arrested, and they think he's a terrorist, because they're mm. like, you hacked into military computers. He's like, yeah. no, I didn't. And then he has to like break out, save the day. And convince the computer not to, not to blow up the world. So it's a love story. In a lot of ways. It's yeah, uh, him and the computer. there is a girl. Is there? There is a girl. Who is the girl? We looked is it her a up. Famous actress. We looked her up actually. I think she was in like a few eighties movies, but uh, I don't think. I don't think she. It's not important. I don't think she went on to do much else. I, I probably got that in completely. Well, wrong. yeah, she might be world famous. Who knows? I've not seen many of like. She went on to become Taylor Lautner. <laughs> And that young woman was Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, anyway, we're getting off topic. Well, John. where were we? I mean, we're just we're getting it, we're getting off topic. Back. back to we were the fact about... we still lived at home with our parents. Yeah. Why did we get? On... Why did we get? On we were talking about lads' holidays before that. Okay. Well, I don't know how we got. On anyway, that. we were living at home. <laughs> and we had a. This is going to be a hell of an edit job. This. No, it's fine. Stitching it's just, it all together. Just leave it in. Leave it in. Uh, it's all. It's all gold. We um. We uh, yeah, we moved out, and we moved we to a house in Cheltenham, mm. the House of Trouser, as it was called, uh, and it was me, you, Holton, and Snowy, correct. Uh, and we all moved in, and I lived with you for like a year and a half before yeah, I moved out and moved in with Lucy, and then when I moved out, Pegram moved in. He did, and then you guys carried on for like another year and a half. We were there. Yeah, we were there for about three and a half overall. We moved in April 2010 and moved out October, December, December. right before Christmas. December 2013, 
13, I think. I remember um, yeah. coming to, if yeah. not help you move out, but certainly just to watch. You, so you came to oversee it. Certainly just to watch. For about 10 minutes at the end. Yeah. And claim the glory. I got to see uh, Pegram's room, which is my old room. Never unpacked. He'd never unpacked. There was one box that remained unpacked yeah. for two years. He bought my uh, he bought my wardrobe off me. He, I think he just dismantled that in the end. Well, to be fair, I don't I, think it came with us. I think uh, the very fact that yeah, no, he left it. I think, but the very fact that it was the only made bit of furniture in the room meant that it stayed. Yeah, you know, I think if I hadn't sold him that wardrobe, he, oh yeah, his yeah. clothes would just be in a pile on the floor. Oh, I'm sure they would. But we had um, we had various parties there. Mm, in, we in did many time, many we? parties. We had uh, New Year's Eve parties, mm-hmm. and of course, the first party we the first one we we threw. Uh, I remember Holton saying his uh, his workmates at the time, like word of it got round. Yeah. And they got the impression that it was this truly epic party. Yes. Because we'd had like circus folk there. That's true. And it's like, while that is technically true on paper. Well, it, it was true. It, well, that's my point. It's like, it was a party. And there were circus performers and there were, there. And there were circus performers there. Yeah. Those are facts. Yeah. It makes it sound like a grander affair than it was. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. There were two people, two gentlemen doing handscangs on each other's hands in the lounge at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, was weird. That was weird. Was that, the, was that the one where there was a lot of vomit? I believe that was the one. Was that the one I where... Was, that was the one where your bed didn't make it all the way through the night. Yeah, it wasn't my vomit. It wasn't your vomit. It wasn't my vomit. It wasn't no. mine either, just for the record. No, we, uh, my, I was always very... Are you going to identify who it was? We, uh, no, let's, let's be... We'll leave the mystery. Let's be generous. <laughs> <laughs> let's be forgiving for uh, now. I, I was very proud of my room, because it was like on the it top floor. It was spotless. It was room, spotless, John. yeah. It was a little, uh, little oasis of calm <laughs> in uh, that uh, In an otherwise chaotic hovel. world. That hovel of a house and... Uh, hovel? It was okay. It was filthy. until we moved in. I didn't. I didn't walk barefoot in there. It was no, not by the end. It was. It was disgusting. You know, like you know, carpets are meant to fade in the sun. Yeah. Do you remember our carpet yeah. did the opposite? It just got darker. Yeah, that's true. Actually. And we pulled back that little. Um, there was a little, little mat. mat. It was the same it, color as the carpet. Yeah, it was. And the carpet and was pulled that white back, and it was. Yeah, yeah, it was certainly a very different color. It was vile. It was absolutely vile. But uh, I was I was very proud of my uh, my room because I kept it. It was on the top floor and I kept it clean. It was quite clean. And I remember very uh, clean. at one point, rather early on in the evening, we came upstairs and we found someone passed out face down on my bed. Uh, on I remember to- I remember it well. Yeah, on top of the sheets. Oh, no, on top of a duvet, which was nice. So I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, this person has passed out on my bed, but no harm, no foul. Let's, you know. In, in theory. Let's, get her, let's put her in Snowy's bed. Her or him. <laughs> Not necessarily her. <laughs> let's put, put yeah, her. Let's put this individual in, in Snowy's bed. Her. And uh, I was like, I was like, phew, dodged a bullet there. Like I seem to remember carrying her through the adjoining toilet. Yeah, me and Snowy had. <laughs> me... <laughs> that, oh god! That was also the night I think where another individual drank a lot of rosé and threw this up. Is a, another her? Another her. Threw this up, is narrowing it down. Yeah, by really, the way. yeah, like half the population. Spectacularly, yeah, threw up a considerable amount of rosé up the walls in our shower. Mm. And uh, but I remember thinking, oh, dodged a bullet on my bed, still clean. Yeah, in theory. You know, the night comes and get come in, comes to an end. I go to bed, wake up in the morning, thinking, oh, I feel quite well rested. I feel all right. 
And like in The Godfather, <laughs> I yeah. yeah, I'd imagine it's a bit I, like that. I draw the back mu- the music builds. I draw back the duvet, and there is uh, what can only be described as a, tu- uh, a Turin shroud esque <laughs> outline of vomit. Yeah, Bra- mostly liquid. I'm going to say, but it well that that would that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't chunky. My point being, but it Love kind it. of. So what happened is this individual had Her. fallen face down onto my bed on top of a duvet. But we reckon her face was just above the duvet. I, I didn't think of logistics, to be honest no, with I, you. No, I had, I had reason... I'm give, sure you did. I had reason to give, give it some thought, but her head was above the duvet, kind of just like by the pillows. And she must have kind of like vomited or drooled quite an excessive amount. <laughs> and somehow... <laughs> Don't ask me how. It had spread kind of horizontally under the duvet. It's an impressive feat. It is quite impressive. Like, And then back kind of almost tracing the shape of her body. <laughs> kind of like under the duvet. And it's just a miracle I didn't like roll over in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that, yeah, that, was, that was a shock. I think that was also the night that Pegram, who wasn't living in the house at the time, but of course would, would then go on to live mm. there, spent the night on the landing... <laughs> Yeah, this, this is no, the same. With night. no pillow. Tea towel and over a tea his head. towel over his head. That was that night. His legs were <laughs> sprawled down the stairs. So he was like his arms and his head were on top of the landing. And it's the rest of his body, his torso and his legs were sprawled down the stairs. He had a... He, 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 it's like, but that was fairly standard at the I time. Know, he, he we had, weren't even surprised. No, because he, he had this supernatural ability to just kind of sleep anywhere. He could have slept. He literally could sleep anywhere, yeah. that boy. And it's like when when like everyone was going going to sleep, and I was like saying like you're right here, you got you know got a place to crash, that kind of thing. Mm. And Pigs chose the landing. It wasn't like we oh, for- yeah, well, it wasn't yeah. like we forced him to sleep on the hard floor. Oh no, we would never do that. No, <laughs> but he uh, it just happened. Yeah, he was just he was very happy. Uh, but, but I love he was I lo- happy until the morning. But I love the logic where he was like, you know, I'll sleep on the landing. But it's like then he's like, ah, no, I'm not a complete animal. I put a tea towel over my head. I don't want to sleep on the floor. It's dirty. (laughs) I'll get this tea towel, which has been God only knows where. But that landing was completely dark. It wasn't even like, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll cut out out Mm. the sun. I'll cut out the harsh glare of the sun by putting a tea towel over my head. No, that's true. No, he just covered his head. Where did he get it? I I don't know. Maybe he brought it from home. Probably the kitchen. Yeah. Was that also the same Christmas, uh, New Year's, where Andy... Try no. to set fire to hobnobs. Oh no! Ho- uh, uh, I'm thinking of a different uh, one. sweets on the hob. Probably he was like throwing boiled sweets onto the hob. Yeah, they all sort of blend into one. But yeah, probably. And a couple of girls dropped that bottle of Advocat <clears throat> in the kitchen. Possibly, Don't we have? We had possibly. a bottle of Advocat. Is it Advocat or Advocat? I pronounce it Advocat. Advocat, yeah. Can't. 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 There we go. Okay, middle ground. <laughs> That'll do. People know what we mean. There's a bottle of like Advocat, which is like the what is it? It's like egg, egg yolk. Ba- it's egg yolk based liqueur mm. in the kitchen. I don't know how it had got there. No one was happy with it. No, I one... believe Larry brought it. Ah, well, it makes sense because he was the only one drinking it. Yeah, and I think that got dropped on the kitchen floor. And you yeah. don't, you don't want like that's middle... the last thing you want on the kitchen floor. You egg say, yolk. No, you certainly don't want that. Oh, it's vile. Yeah, it's oh. a bugger to drink it. Thinking back, like. Oh, oh, the stuff that... It was a miracle that we got as much back of our deposit as we did. I guess it was it was disgusting in the same way that, like, a toilet is disgusting. Like, it's, mm. it's vile, but it's not it's not structurally uns- you, unsafe. You, you can be there yeah, like if you survive. If you bleached every surface, it might kind of come back 
to yeah. some kind of skate perspective. Happy, happy memories. It was kind of fun. Like I remember playing like uh, beer pong in the uh, in the hallway. Yeah, we made it work, didn't we? Oh, it was. I think it was a good party, as the other two were. We never used that front door, did we? Very rarely. Really, we always came in. Uh, <laughs> we always went uh, returned home via the back doors. We um, I remember we had a a buddlier growing outside the front door. Oh yeah, and you you hacked at it with a knife. I killed it. Yeah, killed it good. Didn't come back. No, I salted it. I salted the earth. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like it, it would grow across the door. Like no wonder we we didn't. Yeah. Use oh it. yeah. None of the others. None yeah. of the rest of us were bothered about it. John, we also had that uh, Halloween party. I remember that Halloween party very well because I uh, I shot you in the eye. Oh yeah. With a, I was uh, asking for that though. Well, yeah. In a manner of speaking, who are you dressed as? I was dressed as a Jedi. Yeah, you were. Believe it or not, yeah. I was dressed as a Jedi. I, uh, Lucy had gone as uh, Robin Hood, mm-hmm. and I was, uh, like, I don't know what, like, Men in Black or Matrix guy? It was a lazy costume, you're in I'm a not going to lie. I just, what like, you're saying. gelled my hair back and wore sunglasses. Nice. And uh, Lucy had a little, uh, I don't even want to say it was a toy, it was like the kind of souvenir you'd get from going to, like, a museum or, like, a, a, a family fun day in the forest mm, kind of raffle thing. Raffle prize. Yeah, it was, like, it was like a little wooden bow. In yeah. so much as it was like a, a little wooden ruler, kind of with a curve yes, in it and yeah. like a bit of string. No tensile strength at all. No. And I somehow managed to shoot you in the eye with an arrow. which um, Fairly emphatically as well. Yeah, like um, it was uh, It was not intentional. No, sure, yeah. Because uh, that would be bad. I think I've, I've, I've told someone else this before, but I, uh, in a similar fashion, I once shot uh, Richard Bergman's brother in the eye with a toy arrow. Well, no. it's it's getting it's getting a bit much to be a coincidence. In that well, yeah, case, I mean, uh, well, I like once is a coincidence, two is an act. Well, once is an accident, two is a coincidence, three is a habit or something, or intentional. Yeah, it has to be. You need three. Yeah, but it's like uh, again, that was unintentional, and it was a toy. I wasn't. I, I had no intention of shooting them. It up. was out of a little sucker on the end. Yeah, right? rather than an actual arrow. Yeah, we should clarify. You're not blind. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm fine. Who said that? <laughs> but that was. That was uh, that was the uh, the party where Pegram dressed up as a hot dog. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's a good story. Yeah, weather through uh, heat. Should we be charitable and say it was hot? In the it hot was dog? a it was a warm day. Sure. Yeah. In at the end of October, and he was wearing a big uh, woolly no woolly like fabric hot dog. Costume. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he got a bit ill. He was a bit unwell. But I, don't th- I don't think he joined us, did he? That evening. I. Can't remember. No, he didn't. Didn't make it that far. <laughs> yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, I'm trying not to dwell on these sort of things too much. Where do we even begin? Uh, well, we, we it's hard to. to it's we're not going to fit them all into this particular podcast. Yeah. No, I so said like tonight. Where do where do we even begin? Was there? A... Oh, I literally do no. not remember. Do you want another beer? Yep. Let's do it. Right, we're back from our little interlude there. Freshly replenished. Have you got a pint there, John? I certainly do, Rev. Good. Well, I can see you, actually, but uh, but I was just doing it for the listeners. Yeah, it was, it was, it was contrived. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. I th- I th- you just explain what you're doing. What are you drinking? I'm drinking John Smith's, again. Why don't you ask me what I'm drinking? What are you drinking, John? I think I'm drinking... I've forgotten already. I think I'm drinking... Well, why uh, are you asking me to ask you, then? Because it might jog my memory. Go dick. on, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking, uh, I think, a badger beer. Oh, it's, uh, is it? You can really taste for taste the oppression of the badger. You can really taste the badger, yeah. Mm. Needs right. more. Uh, needs more hunts, master. <laughs> <laughs> needs more dog. Carry on. 
Right, we are actually going to get onto the topic we originally were going to talk about now. It's a hot topic. It is a hot topic. We're, well, we have decided between us that we're going to alternate topics. So my choice was obviously Return of the Jedi commentary. Uh, you oh, said last time, let's talk history. That's a very good point. I hadn't even thought that. So way. we've already sort of done it. With that, yeah. Sort of accidentally, really. But it's actually going to, it's actually going to condense into a format now. Isn't isn't it? In, like, a, in a manner of speaking. It will, have, it will grow and evolve. Sure. Uh, we're going to talk about collections. You and I have both established collections of various things over our years on planet Earth. Well, I, th- I think this will remain to be seen. But it's, yeah. a, it's a good jumping off point. It is. So, well, I should start because I was just about to tell you off air. But I thought, I'll tell you on air. Yeah, like, say that... After know. I suggested this as a topic, the person I work with is also a Gillingham fan. I'm talking football here. Um, and was getting rid of all their memorabilia. So I, being the wise gentleman I am, mm-hmm. I'm buying it off him. So it started turning up yesterday. I'm getting a whole load of new football memorabilia here in the house. It's all upstairs at the moment. But it's all showing up. I've got old programs. I've got old pictures. Well, sorry, I, I kind of miss this. Go on. Purely for Gillingham. Purely for Gillingham. Oh, yeah. There's all sorts of stuff. Like any programs. There's all old newspapers. There's old rare things that are worth quite a bit. A retired striker who's got nowhere better to go. <laughs> yeah, or... someone with a broken leg. Akin Fenwar. There he is. He doesn't <laughs> play for us anymore, though. <laughs> but yeah, it just got me thinking about collections generally as well. You say like because I know you have a spare room upstairs. Mm. And I, I, you know, maybe you'll, maybe that'll become your memorabilia room. Maybe you'll fill it with stuff. That's the idea. But I, I, the only image that brings to mind is like, it's when you meet the nice, you know, kindly old gentleman in the village. Mm. He's like, let me show you my collection. Yeah, I'll probably be a bit like that. But you go upstairs and it's nothing but Nazi. Yeah, well, no, hopefully I won't descend that far. I'm just saying, it's like, it's it's nothing but Nazis. Mm. I think it's like a, that's like a ceiling Father Ted, I think, actually. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, hang on, I, do you have a framed football shirt anywhere in the house? That no, I like, don't actually. That seems like something you I do. have many, many football shirts, mm. but frames for football shirts are surprisingly expensive. What's special about them? They're deeper, I'd imagine, aren't they? To not get really, no, because all you do is fold your shirt up and put it in a frame. Well, because you not just buy a frame. In theory, yeah. but then it'd look terrible. Mm. They're like 40 quid. So I guess you're really paying for the... That's not terrible. Well, it's too much for me. If you Until wait. this podcast starts getting the big bucks. Things Although apparently I'm not even getting my cut. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> yeah, well, after Holton and my expenses. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's not a lot. Not a lot Holton does put a lot on expenses, doesn't he? The um, rent. thing is, of course, I, I'm talking about, you know, I'm coming at this from a perspective of a man who doesn't go to see football matches. Sure. So any, any football related stuff is too expensive for me. Yeah, of course. Well, wow, that's, uh, that's for anyone who doesn't collect the thing. Yeah, you are discussing. But of course, you have a you have a passion for football. I certainly obviously. well, Gillingham Football Club in particular. But like, have you ever collected anything which is like I don't want to say like irrational, but kind of like yeah, you like you tell me you're getting like a load of football memorabilia. Mm. That's kind of cool. You like football, yes. But have you ever collected anything like if you turned around and said, actually, John, I collect potted plants, mm. I'd be like, that is surprising. You said potted plants because you were looking at the potted I, plants outside no, of the window. No, I, I said potted plant because because I'm a very good writer. Sure. And I can think you've of it. You've got a vivid imagination. Well, why not? Well, let's, let's think outside the box. Bins. <laughs> Patio slabs. W- uh, watering cans. <laughs> Sheds. <laughs> potted ferns. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, do you, have you ever collected anything which um, was... That I was sort of embarrassed about. No, 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 I'm not even sure. Just something unusual. It's like, uh, pe- like I collect pebbles, or I collect... Uh, Do you? 
No, I don't. Yeah. I, 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 damn it! You've got me sky now. I can only say things. Say things. I can say see. What you um, see. It's another small... episode of Catchphrase. Yeah. Well. Um. Like, okay. Well. Um. Childhood. Mm. Well, that got me thinking. All this collecting stuff about my childhood and what we used to collect back then. I'm thinking things like pogs. Well, yeah. That's the first thing that sprang into my head. Yeah, it's funny. Pogs were a phenomenon. They were. The um, I want to say, as a kid, certainly like a kid growing up in Britain, as we, as we both did, kind of like in in the nineties, mm. at the age when you're you're just old enough to be aware of things and crazes. I remember like primary school up until a point. Uh, it was just like, you know, it's just, you know, you go to school, whatnot, you know, you have your toys, whatever. But like, there came a point when suddenly there were these crazes. Mm. And I think Pogs was the first one. I remember it, yeah, being the first thing that it was sort of, I have to have these. Because I want, yeah, and, and and then like everyone, yeah, you know, everyone, give or take, in the playground would be collecting Pogs. Oh, it, be, literally everyone. Yeah. And... What was the name? Yeah, because it was like original pogs mm. were like cardboard. They're, yeah, they were cardboard when you had the the big plastic. What were dealing. they? What were they called? Good question. I'm gonna look that up while we're talking. Okay, because because here's the thing. I know that they they were plastic, weren't they? And they were black. Yeah, they were and thicker, but they had like a little color. They had like foil on them. Yeah, they? like foil, foil highlights. And of course, the the rules if you were going to play pogs was that you'd stack them up mm. face up. Was it just called like a slammer or something like Might that? Might be, yeah, that rings a bell. You'd throw the heavy one, the, yeah. the slammer, at the stack. It would a slammer. Hit. You're spot on, John. But there we go. It would hit. They'd all go flying into the air. And then I think the idea was that whatever, whichever one's landed face up, mm. you got to keep. I was always afraid to lose them. Yeah. I very rarely played because I was afraid to lose them. Well, it's the thing, like, of course, all the... You know, you're looking back now and you're aware of it, but like, uh, all the, you know, remember News Round? I do. Remember like the, the news program for children? Yeah. And I miss was, it. And it was like, uh, I remember hearing things like, you know, schools having, oh, uh, don't worry about it, a computer's just giving something. Um, it would be like, uh, schools cracking down on like, you know, kids falling out because yeah. they for keepsies. Do you remember you that? Like, yeah, you can't play for keepsies. Yeah. It always ends in tears. Okay, now here's, Even a, now here's a thing for you. And actually, see if you're in agreement with me here. Pogs were the big one. Mm. Then, kind of riding on the coattails of Pogs you're say. and being very similar, Tazos. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought you were going to say. Which everyone generally agrees. I had a big, um, do you imagine like a big sweet jar. Yeah. Plastic sweet jar. Yeah. I had it full of Tazos. So why were Tazos objectively better than Pogs? I liked them because they were more like toys. Mm. In a way, they had faces, mm. and they were little models, essentially, weren't they? Yeah, but what makes a ta- no go goes? Oh, you're what's thinking- a Tazo then? A t- a- I was going to get onto go goes and say a Tazo is a pog, but it's made of like a, a thicker, like a thin, bendy plastic, and oh. it had it had grooves all around the edge. Oh, I do remember. So the that. big gimmick of yeah. a Tazo is that you can click them together that. and make shapes. Yeah, I know. But no, leading off. Ta- I'm thinking of go goes. Well, leading off Tazos came go goes. I like them. I like go-go's. I like go-go's a lot. How would you describe a go-go? I would describe it as sort of a little mask, I suppose. But you used to build totem poles with them. They were like um, it's like a tooth in a lot of ways. It was it was like um, clearly 
whoever did this, like the toy companies, were, look, were looking at like traditional games from like the medieval times, mm. and they were like, "Hey, we need a we need a thing. What did what did kids play in like the sixteen hundreds? Apart from balling a cup, like some ge- yep, balling a cup, and some genius goes knuckle bones. Oh yeah, we used to play with knuckle bones, and, they, and someone goes." Let's take that horrible idea. Is this true? This is true. All oh, right. Because, because yeah, because basically, uh, Go-Go's were a jazzed up, expensive version of knuckle bones. All oh, right. Okay. Which, which in themselves were a bit like pass for pigs. Yeah. It was an oddly shaped bone you could throw, and it would land in a certain way. Yeah, and you could like you know say, hey, hey. it's a it's a leaning jowler. Yeah. And. Uh, but yeah, Gogos were like that. They were like little, yeah, I, like, I like them. They inch high figurines. Yeah, about that. Made of like just one piece of it was plastic, like vinyl sort yeah, of like, stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, it just it just clearly had a somewhere there was a factory massive pumping them out, millions of them. Yeah, and um, they were like the Pokemon of their day. It was like, uh, well, that's what got us onto collections in the first place. Well, indeed, the current we, craze. Maybe if we bring it, we'll bring it full keep circle. It going, keep it going. Let's work on the timeline. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and they were like, uh, there was like a hundred of them. Mm. And you'd go, I remember like in my family, we'd go to like the, uh, the post office in the village where we, we both grew yes. up and he'd be like, ooh, let's get some chocolate. Ooh. Go-Go's. Let's get some Go-Go's. And they'd come in like a little, they'd be next to the counter. A little satchel. Little Sa- ba- sachet. You'd get, you'd get like two. Yeah. And um, lucky. Of course, like they came with a bit of paper listing all of them. Mm. So you could like say, oh, I really want this one. I really want this one. And um, the deal was... Which ones are you going to get? Yeah. And also, what colour are you going to get them in? Exactly. Because they all came in different colours. Absolutely. And golds and silvers were rarer. Yeah. I remember being incredibly proud of my gold ones, the gold ones I had. Yeah. But the one I really wanted, the one which everyone wanted, was called Ego. Yeah. Yeah. Is that ringing a bell? That's ringing a bell. Ego was You've got like, a far better memory than I have for these well, sort of things. It's, yeah. it's weird, isn't it? The things you, you, you hang on to... Uh, Ego was like, he was egg-shaped. Sure. But had a couple of legs. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. Now you've said it. My brother had an Ego. Mm. I desperately wanted that Ego. Yeah. I'd often trade him like all kinds of things. I'll give ego. you all these Go-Go's. Say what? I'll give you three silvers. Oh. I think even That's in my, a hell of an offer. I think even, even as a kid, I was ashamed of the fact that I said to him, I know you have this Go-Go, <laughs> but wouldn't you like it in gold? <laughs> <laughs> It's a strong negotiating point. Then you can have two of the same one. Yeah. Did he go for it? No. So what's sensible, though? I remember um, there was clearly some marketing executive in charge of Go-Go's who was like, okay, guys, I know we're onto a winner here. I know Mm. this is like gold dust, but we need a bit more. We need games. Because I remember, like, when you got Go-Go's, it would come with, like, a little folded up bit of paper, which would have, like, a picture of all the Go-Go's to collect. And then it would also have like a couple of games you could play. Yeah. How to play Go-Go's. Sure. And I remember uh, one game involved, you you had to like draw a square mm. or imagine a square. And on the playground, there were some, there was one bit of the playground kind of separating two big tarmac yes, areas. Yes, Which actually had some tiles. It did. There you go. I remember. So we would use those tiles. And the idea was that you would line up your Go-Go's on one side, mm. five of them maybe, in a line, and they would line up theirs on the other side. And you'd yeah. take it in turns 
to flick oh, yeah. your go-go's yeah. and kind of send them flying across. And if you knocked over someone else's, mm. you, you won. Uh, yeah, and if you're playing, for, anyway. if you're playing for keepsies, I think our, our school kind of slap, you know, just said no keeps. Like, it caused too many issues. Yeah, just can't do keepsies. And I want to say that, like in primary school, you had pogs and then maybe a little bit of tazos, and then go gos. Mm. And I can't think of any other big crazes in primary school, but I know when we moved on to secondary school. Yeah. Yo-yos. Yeah, I was about to say yo-yos. But do you collect yo-yos? Did you collect yo-yos? No. I can't... I had... I certainly had more than one. And I'm sure there were people out there who collected them. Hmm. These are the super-duper cool ones that well, used to... You could do um, clutch. Rock the Baby and Walk the Dog. Could you? Could you do? That's the only one I could do. And that took me ages to work out. You know what's weird? Like, I... I, uh... As with all these crazes, you want to be part of it. Mm. You know, at first it's like yo-yos. Yo-yos, that's sad. And then everyone's got a yo-yo. Yeah. and I need a yo-yo. We were of that it's age. You, you know, like, because uh, it sounds like so old-fashioned, but like, kind of like 90, this was around like 97, mm. I want to say. Probably around then, yeah. yeah. 97, we just started, we started secondary, secondary school. school. This is at the age where long before you've got like Freeview or Sky mm. or Super Channels, and it's like... We had two tra- like two children's channels. Like you come home from school, you'd be like, "Well, are we going to watch CBBC? Yeah, children's BBC, or are we going to watch CITV?" I was more of a BBC man. I was more of it, but you 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 would tend to like depending what was on. You didn't have many options. No, you know, it's like I, you know, it was grim. <laughs> but like uh, it's bl- a darker time, Blue Peter. Yeah, which is very hard to describe, like a kind of old a old ages variety. <laughs> well, that, the, these days it's a like a um, a children's version of the one show. <laughs> the one show was originally an adult version of Blue Peter. Not, not that I expect we have many listeners from outside the UK, but no. but it's like you're trying to explain Blue Peter by comparing it to the one show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's very hard to describe. It's very gentle. It was a magazine show. Yeah. There'd be like some educational stuff, yeah. Like uh, maybe like a, a bit of music occasionally. Mm. Did we do music very often. They had groups on, I suppose. Yeah, they did arts and crafts. They did a lot so of arts, they did and crafts. Do arts and crafts, baking. I remember around the time of the yo-yo craze, and the reason I bring up bring up Blue Peter mm. is that yo-yos were sweeping the country. Yeah, and they had like a world yo-yo champion. Oh yeah, and he used to be on everything CBBC did. He'd be on Blue Peter. Where he'd be is on, now? He'd be. In, but here's my point. This is this is exactly what do, you, what do you reckon he did for that transferable life skill? <laughs> but it's like it's like where do you go from there? Did he go into like back alley yo-yoing? And I like, expect he's gone into a deep depression. Is where I expect he's gone. Hope he bounces back. Hey, come on! Uh, we can joke about it because we've both been through it. Yeah. So, oh dear. But no, I seem to remember. Like I have this confused memory where I kind of assume he looked like Peter Andre. What, the yo-yo kid? Yeah, I seem oh. to remember him having, like, those 90s Everyone had curtains. Those, though. Like, well, what am I, I thought you meant he was incredibly muscular. No, well, he tended to keep his shirt had, on. Had a nice tan. You know, I, I don't think uh, yo-yoing generally requires the loss of a shirt. But, no. But what's funny is I, uh, I remember um, desperately wanting a yo-yo. Mm. 
Like, and, I, and, I, and don't get me wrong, I had an incredibly privileged childhood. You know, so don't, <laughs> well, don't I wasn't get, deprived at all. Don't get me wrong, but I just really wanted a yo-yo. And I remember it was one of those classic kind of moments where my parents got me a yo-yo. I was so excited. It wasn't the right it one. It wasn't the right <laughs> it, was, it was. It was like a, tradi- a traditional yo-yo. Oh, no. Like it, 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 Nightmare. It, and everyone at school had a clutch yo-yo. Yeah. You know, the, the ones with the springs and yeah, everything, yeah. the ball bearings. Weirdly enough, uh, I was chatting with Nick the other day, and he brought his yo-yo down. And at first, because he said, like, oh, I used to be really good at yo-yo back mm. in the day. And I was a little sceptical. And I was like, oh, did you have I think cl-? I've had this conversation with him also. And I said, did you have, like, a clutch yo-yo and all that? He said, no, yeah. I, had a, I had a different type, like a, Di- a Diablo yo-yo. Yeah. So he brings down this yo-yo, and it's shaped like a, like a Di- Diab- Diablo. Yeah. Like, a, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Shaped like a Diablo. And it didn't look anything special. Had no. no springs, no bells and whistles or anything. But it's amazing. Yeah. I've had a go of it. Mm. Even I. Even I was able to do stuff on it. Nice. Like, it sleeps like no one's business. Does it? You can do the... Do the Goes forever. You can have a nap. You can round the world. Nick is pretty good at it. Yeah. He was walking the dog. He was... Oh, you know, wow. Breaking windows. I look forward to seeing this. But yeah. Breaking windows, yeah. But you're right. Like, you can't really collect a yo-yo. I had a go-go collection, which I was mm. very proud of. Yeah. I'm sure some people must have collected them. Yeah. You can't really use... You can use two at once, perhaps, if you're very good. Yeah. The oh, other yeah. one was... um. In secondary school, that's sort of springing into my mind, and I didn't play it myself, is Warhammer. Yeah. That's one a lot of people we knew played. It is weird, isn't it? Because, like, I, collected. I, I, I tried to get into Warhammer in so much as I very much enjoyed building and painting yeah. the figures. But I never really understood the rules. Some be- I'm sure there are some people out there who are like that, though, who just collect the models. Yeah. And don't play the game. I, I spent a day with. This particular group of people. Yeah, because like, we had like a subgroup of friends yeah, who were very And I got given a free whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Did you and paint it? I painted it on the day. And I, my God, by the end of that day, I was bored. Mm. I was bored. I had some weird experiences with that because I desperately... I, I It felt like something I could get into. Mm. But then, of course, I didn't know the rules. Yeah. And it's like... They you, seem incredibly complicated. You're coming in with such a disadvantage. Yeah. I had like a couple of games with that crew... And I was just Maths like, club, as they called themselves. Yeah, because it seemed less nerdy. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like, I, I, it was just, you know, that was a massive hurdle, the fact that you don't... I could, I, ne- I, I could never keep up, because it was like, people like, oh, that, your guy's dead. I'm like, why? Well, yeah. yeah. They could have been making it up. For all we know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also remember, like, because, um, obviously you have, like, Games Workshop, which mm. is the, you know, shop where you buy all, buy all the Warhammer stuff. Yeah. And I remember, like, I used to very much enjoy, like, my parents would, uh, we'd go down on, like, a Saturday to Cribs Causeway. Yeah. Which is a big shopping centre outside Bristol. And uh, lot, lots of clothes shops. So, obviously, I just didn't care. Mm. But there was a quite, there was a games workshop there. There still is. And we always had, like, a little table so you could sit and do yeah, a bit of painting. Yeah. And quite frequently, they would go shopping or doing whatever. And you'd hang out in there. Yeah, I'd sit for a few hours and, like, I'd bring a model or two and I'd sit there and paint. And it was so weird because I was like in my teens and I was, you know, awkward and just mm, trying to fit in. Sure. And um, I remember like the guys running the shop. Yeah. They killed Warhammer for me. <laughs> like I remember one guy, I showed him like a, a job I'd done on a, on and he a said model. It was terrible. Yeah. 
But like, like in, in, I'm paraphr- yeah, paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. But he, he, he did kind of mock it. He said, like, because I, I showed, like, it was like a slightly bigger figure, so maybe like four inches tall. Mm. So there was a bit more detail. Yeah. And I'd done a bit of modifying, like, I, I kind of, like, sculpted a bit. Yeah. And I remember him looking at him going, like, why did you feel compelled to do that to his face? <laughs> I was like, oh. And I remember another time, and I, I went Shocking. in, I went in fairly regularly. Yeah. Like, maybe once every, every month. Yeah. Every six weeks or so. And I'd just pop in and got to the point where, I recognise faces. I don't think I knew anyone by name, but yeah. they were like, oh, it's that, guy, it's that kid again. He's, yeah. he's painting. And I remember just like, at one point, went in as usual, sat down, started working on my thing. Yeah. You know, I was gluing a little model together. So I took out a little safety knife yeah. I had and I started just whittling off a bit of rough plastic. And then the manager comes over mm. and he kind of takes me aside. Oh dear. I'm like, what's going on? And he, he gets really close up yeah. to me and he goes like, if you ever bring a knife into my shop again, huh. you know, and I don't even know where I, I don't remember like what, yeah, his, what yeah, his threat yeah. was. He was just like he was all up in my face, like being like, so aggressive. And it's yeah. like a guy like he felt like an adult. Yeah, looking back now, wasn't. looking back now, like he was probably like in his late twenties yeah, or like thirties. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, even then, like and a kid, I was like, I know I'm a kid. I know I don't know. I know I don't know anything yeah. about the world, but I know you're being an asshole yeah. right now. And I feel I think, like the big man. And I think I just killed it for me right yeah, then and there. Fair enough. Because it's like, and I and I think I just I was like, I'm done. I've invested so much time and, and money in this, <laughs> but I'm done. You sir have just squashed. <laughs> you have crushed yeah. any remaining interest I had in this endeavor. Yeah, it's just like what a prick. It's yeah. just like you you just wanted to feel big for a minute. Because yes, technically. Yeah, I had you don't a need kn- to be like that. About I'm just saying. It, yes, technically, I had a knife in his shop. If we're if we're talking but facts, yeah. this is a craft shop that sells knives. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's a strange. It's one. like everyone was using knives and stuff. To it wasn't like oh, I've got a machete. Yeah, it was a tiny little. He'd have been within his rights. So. Yeah, so weird, so weird. Um, other collect. I don't know, what did I collect? I mean, you could arguably say that like books. Yeah, well, you you collect certain series of books, yeah. don't you, and comic books. I uh, I re- uh, uh, I read books. Mm. I don't tend to collect them. Sure. Because when we moved house recently, I, I, I just gave so many books yeah. away to charity. Yeah. I was like, well, I've read them once. I'm really not going to read, read them again. again. There were only a few I hung on to, ones that really meant something to me. My graphic novels, on the other hand, mm. I love like children. <laughs> my children yeah sure you know, just yeah. clarify yeah. I could not love a human baby as much as I love this comic <laughs> and, and it's and it's like that like that that is my legacy I could never part of the graphic novel mm. and I have my library yes and, and and it will grow and maybe one day when I'm very old and decrepit it'll and have its own little libraries yes and maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll open it up to, to people I'll donate it to the, the local li- the local children I'll donate go. it to a library a, a cyber library in oh, the future yeah. a laser get them all library. scanned yeah get them all scanned in but that's my pride that's probably like the only thing I collect mm. collect a bit of Lego yeah not even- you're not much you're not much of a model person for example what do you mean like a like well for one of my recent fads and it's an ongoing fad is the Go Funko however it's pronounced set of models. Which are the bobbleheads, as everyone probably knows. Is yeah, case. like, um, is there a pop in the title? Pop, like... Yeah, pop, Funko, Go, whatever it is. Yeah. I collect it because it's Star Wars. Yeah, well, you're, you're relatively new to that, aren't you? Yeah, well, I've just recently registered for Pop in a Box, which is a monthly delivery of okay. these 
objects. Okay. And you can select how many you receive per month, and you just tick the ones you're interested in, and you'll get a nice surprise in the post every month. It's very nice. I had my first one this month, which is July. Okay. And I got um, Snow Han Solo. Oh, yeah. I was lo- I was looking at that. Earlier. There you go. So what? But it's not out. It's just sitting in a box. Uh, he's around somewhere. Oh, so the box, the bo- that's just the box. Oh, I down see. There. I see. So like you say, I like Star Wars. Yeah. So there's oh, there's all sorts as you probably know. The Suicide Squad's the new one, and they've got all the Marvel films and anything. I think they've got Friends and things like that. <laughs> Mental. They've certainly got like Guardians of the Galaxy. I've got my Chandler sort of Bing. They have. Yeah. Uh, but you tick the ones you want. Mm. So I've just ticked Star Wars. Yeah. Because that's what I'm interested in. It's sort of evolving past Funkos now. I've got various pieces of artwork in my lounge where we're sitting at the moment. I've got a Stormtrooper on the back wall. I've got the Death oh, Star on. Good grief. I, I've not, not even, even seen that. Not even looked at that. And I've got a Death Star landscape from Etsy above mm. the dining table. Because you've got a, of course, you know, being a man of property now. Yes, absolutely. You're, I can do whatever the hell I want in this room. Well, that's the thing. You're you're filling this room with your, with my passion, your artwork, I really. Yeah. That's the thing because certainly Gillingham Football Club. Coming back to that is one of my key passions in life. I mm. travel all over the country watching that team play football, and I have yeah. done for the past ten years. Yeah. So I, to I, have I, all that memorabilia is important. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've received that from another Gillingham fan, and he said to me handing it over that it gets more satisfaction out of knowing it's going to a good home than keeping it up in his loft yeah because I, I mean I can I know you'll appreciate that yeah absolutely yeah. it's weird isn't it I um yeah it's funny because I know uh, when I at my last job I was friends with um, the uh, librarian because he used mm. to work in a school and uh, he was a pretty cool guy and he like myself liked comics and I remember he very kindly said hey do you want I have like 200 odd issues of 2000 AD. Nice. Uh, which is a it's a magazine I've just never collected. Yeah. But he said, look, I, uh, you know, long running magazine. They've serialized a lot of content over mm. the years. These 200 issues happen to be every issue of a series called Zenith. Right. Which is written by Grant Morrison. Oh, very good. Who's Your favorite writer. My favorite writer. And I was like, that is... And you think I never listen. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm touched, Rev. I do appreciate it. And uh, I said, wow, that's amazing. Surely that's really rare. He's like, yeah, I've got two of each. Oh, really? I said, would you like it? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Absolutely, I would. And that was a very similar situation where it's yeah. like... I was like, you know, happy to receive it. And uh, But it's weird in a way because it's not like I read them every day. Mm. In fact, I think I've probably only read it all once. Yeah. So that, that's probably like an odd aspect of collecting. Certainly if you're collecting books. Yeah. Because they're I mean, just kind of sitting there in a weird way. A lot of collections are display items, really. Even things like stamps. You don't look at them or interact with them as such, mm. do you? But it's nice to know that you have them all. Yeah. It's a strange phenomenon, really, collecting in that respect. Yeah, it's weird. I think um, as a kid, I had a lot more kind of... I say junk, but I mean it in like mm. the nicest way. Like Tat. Yeah, like tap. Like I, uh, I remember growing up. I always had. It's always IKEA, isn't it? It's always oh, IKEA yeah. furniture. I had like uh, a couple of wall-mounted, uh, like uh, shelving units. Yeah. Very, very kind of thin wood. Yeah. Like very, very cheap. But it had like they had like a uh, glass doors. Oh right. So, oh, so, I remember these. Yeah. Yeah. So they were kind of like display stuff, and I had. Uh, I used to have like uh, my Lego. Mm. I, want to I loved Lego. Lego's cool. Lego, 
Anyone what, who says Lego's not cool or doesn't like Lego, well, it's had a renaissance. I, will, I will fight you. It's had, a, <laughs> it's had a renaissance. Well, it wasn't it like in the doldrums at one point, and yeah. now it's so massive. Yeah, with it's all everywhere. The movies and the games. Well, I think like Star Wars was like the turning point. The, I remember that coming out on the PlayStation, the original Lego Star Wars. Well, we played a hell of a lot of that. When it's really we were a game. It's just an, an enjoyable game. Yeah. It's not difficult. It's just very enjoyable. But it's like around the time the prequels came out. Yeah, Lego... it's probably just after Sith, I think. Yeah, so I don't mean the game. I mean the, the actual figures, the sets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember um, that was the big thing. Yeah. Because I loved Lego growing up. Yeah. But it was just kind of like Lego's Lego. Like it wasn't like... It, it was, wasn't it was... as imaginative no, as it, it is it, now. No, it was really popular, but it wasn't like we own the world. Yeah. And then like, I seem to remember... Like uh, Attack of the Clones kind of period, mm. I seem to remember vividly the Lego being Lego Star Wars being like a, just a big thing. Yeah, it's like he guess what, kids? You can get like a little Lego figurine and it's got a lightsaber. Oh, yeah, and it was like a little click when in everyone's head, and we were like, "Oh my god, this is genius!" Yeah, yeah. and and then that I I I probably got this wrong, but I want to say that that opened the door. Probably, to probably suddenly right. yeah. there was like a Lego version of everything. It's like Lego in the right of passage for every popular franchise yeah. now. In fact, Lego is, of course, now inadvertently spoiling major plot points mm. of movies because yeah. the Lego figurines... Comes out first. Yeah. It's like uh, Captain America's Civil War. I knew Giant Man was in it. Because it came out Because a, like a German Lego uh, catalogue revealed that. Yeah. But it's like I... Uh, a year Damn ago, them. I mean, like... Because uh, I, I, all my Lego as a kid mm. is probably still in my parents' attic. Yeah. And one day I'll have to reclaim Old it. Old school Lego. Loved it. Loved it oh, so I've got much. a big tub of it. Yeah. At my mum's I've got a big house. blue bin. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much what I've got. Probably a bit smaller than that oh one. Oh my God, I loved it. And the thing for me, like with Lego growing up, is that I had this big box of box of Lego, mm. which was like, I swear it started, must have started with like a donation. Yeah. You know, like, like some family whose kid had grown up was like, hey, do we've got some it. Lego, do you want it? Yeah. And then every time I got like a new Lego figurine, I'd add it to the pot. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, just, you know, the uh, the, the kind of sea would grow. Mm. It was like a Scrooge McDuck's money bin. <laughs> Don't like, dive into it, whatever you what? do. <laughs> to the point where I did very much enjoy running my hands through it. Nice. It was like the feel was like... It's erotic. Yeah, it was, it was powerful. Whoa, this deep, is going down a different, different passage now, this. But uh, I, I would make... Uh, so say like... Um, my childhood was very much like, you know, the popular culture you kind of like consumed. It would be like summer holidays come about. Mm. First big question is, what cartoon is yeah. going to be running over the summer holidays? Mm. And it seemed to always alternate. Yeah. But one thing that always came up would be like X-Men. Yes. The X-Men cartoon. Always remember that. Every summer morning. Yeah. yeah. And I would I get massively that. into it. And then I would make it out of Lego. Yeah. So like, I didn't, I wasn't really big into like action figures as a kid. Mm. Because I would just go to my Lego bin and do it and yourself. Make it. Yeah. To the point where they weren't very good likenesses. But you knew what they were. But I knew what they were. Yeah. It's like, uh, say, Cyclops, for example. Yes. I used to take, like, a yellow, like, biker helmet. Oh, yeah. For a little Lego yeah, yeah. head. And, I'd, and I had, like, a, a red, red visor. clear visor. Nice. And even as a kid, I was like, well, that's clearly not right, because Cyclops has, like, a blue bit. And then, God. And, like, but quite clearly as a kid, I was like, definitely Cyclops. That'll do. Absolutely Cyclops. Yeah. It's imagination. And like, uh, my big thing was, I would take a little blob of blue tack. Because mm. blue tack was the friend 
of Lego. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I would get a little four by four or two by two square yeah. of Lego, but a flat one. So is that gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And I would glue uh, using blue tack stick it to the nice, back nice. of a Lego figurine. Yeah. And that was a great way to make an impromptu backpack. Oh. And I uh, I did that for a lot of my characters. I made a lot of superheroes out of Lego. Yeah. And I would uh, find that you could accessorize that by sticking stuff to it. Mm. So say, for example, like uh, Archangel. Yes. The X-Man. Yes. If you use like a little dot on his back. have wings. Yeah, give him wings. Just nice. stick wings to it. Did that a lot. That's very much. Yeah, so Lego. Job. I definitely collected Lego. Lego's then, great. And then, of course, you know, didn't touch it for years. Mm. And then I think uh, last... Certainly in the last couple of years, I started buying a little bit of Lego again. Yeah, it's damn expensive now, though. It has gone up. If you want a proper bit of kit, mm. like an X-Wing, say, for example, you're talking the best part of 100 mm. now. It is crazy. My um, my pride of joy is because one of my favourite... I've always been a Marvel man, but one, sure. of, my, one of my favourite Avengers is uh, Ant-Man. Mm. always loved Ant-Man. Good lad. And last year, for my birthday, or nearly a year ago now, I bought, uh, I bought an Ant Man figure yeah. in Lego, like an official one. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly thought it was the greatest thing. What is it like? A little Lego man. Yeah, and then a bit of kit. Well, no, it's like you got a uh, Lego man as Ant Man. Yeah, and his helmet is a thing of beauty. Yeah, like is it uh, like the mo- the movie helmet. It's actually more like his comic book helmet. Gotcha. In that his mouth is kind of like visible. Right, okay, So the, yeah. the mask covers like there. Does he have a little Lego man head underneath it? Yeah. Oh, very good. And so his helmet comes off. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. But then it's like it's like little Ant-Man, an ant. So it's an ant made of Lego. Oh. It's maybe like six inches across. Yeah. And then there is a giant Lego brick. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's, it? it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I have... So that's what I mean, like stuff you can display. Yeah. I and mean, although it is nerdy and whatever... It's cool. It is cool. <laughs> There's stuff in my house, and I'm pointing up to my shelves now that everyone else would walk in and go, "Oh, fuck God!" But it's also but like, I love it. But that's the thing. But but like, why not? Mm. It's like you go through this point where like you you hit like your teenage years, and then you're like, "Ah, oh, can't." You're too old for this. This that, is all sad. Why? Yeah, and you it's give... sort of come full circle in a way. Yeah, because I think in your early twenties, you're sort of you're trying to be or pretend yeah, you're, you're cool, trying you desperately which you're not trying. no yeah, forget it but then you're like well why can't why can't you have it all why can't you do the adult stuff mm. but also like pursue the stuff that makes you happy it's a balancing act it is a balancing act and like why be miserable yeah you know it's like I enjoy Lego well I as we've discussed already I'm going to Forbidden Planet mm. in a couple of days from recording you've changed I know and how <laughs> I and I can't, honestly I can't wait I'm going to the mega store in London. Have you ever been before? Never. Oh, no, cool. I've been to one in Stoke. Oh no, years you, ha- ago. you haven't been to the London. One. Oh no, 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 no. Okay. So I can't wait for that. I'm going before I go to a football match. Nice. Which is probably a very unusual. No, path. no, tick all the boxes. Forbidden no. Planet football match. It's uh, it's a it's a cool place. It's mostly underground. Is it? Yeah, you go in and like all the figurines mm. are on the top floor. Yeah. So like you go in and immediately like uh, there's like a glass. Div- kind of like dividing wall gotcha yeah. and it's like a hollow glass and wall there's models and that yeah full of like the really high end models oh, right, like yeah. if you want to spend yeah like if you want to spend like 500 quid on yeah. a stormtrooper well, I've set myself a budget for the day of 100 wow which oh you'll be happy yeah I'm just yeah. going to pick up a few bits you know yeah. I'm not going to get anything extravagant yeah I just, it, I'm, if, they, if I don't spend 100 whatever but I'm going to just pick up if I like something I'll get it here's the thing, it back, like, I'm not yeah. going to be back there anytime soon but yeah but so you know why not you know so that's the idea yeah 
But it's like, yeah, there's figurines on the top floor, and you go downstairs, you've got your comics, you've got your games, you've got your novels, DVDs, mm. that kind of thing. Oh, I can't wait. I'm yeah. all over it. No, we uh, we were in London town in, oh, a few months ago now, mm. I want to say. It's when I was just recovering after a period of illness. And, yes. Uh, yeah, we uh, we wandered through Forbidden Planet, and I, I picked up a couple of books. Nice. Yeah. It's got via Orbital Comics as well, which is oh. like a... An independent comic shop. Very good. Very big. And had an art exhibition there once. I've been there. Have I been with you? Yeah, with you? Oh, that was in... No, that was somewhere else. No, that was going I'm in I'm thinking of Margate, That was yeah. Margate, yeah. No, very different to London. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it's like, why not? It's like uh, you you have decided to fill your house with, with art and such. With Star Well, I've got four pieces of Star Wars art in the house. And I'm hmm. that's just the beginning. I think the weird thing is, like, I have this... I think as a kid, I had a lot of tat, mm. a lot of stuff. I think like as, you know, heavily, you know, air quotes, as an adult, I have a kind of aversion to scuff. Mm. You know, like uh, everyone, everyone. Stuff jokes, you don't need. Everyone, like everyone at work comments on the fact that like, comments on the fact that like my desk is completely empty. <laughs> yeah like it's just it's just white yeah there's just nothing there where's all your things my desk at home in the in the office is completely white because Nick has a lot of Nick's, models and what have you yeah Nick's got desk. figurines everywhere like yeah. I I I try to break out my mould I now have my Lego shelf I haven't seen this thing I'm I'm excited to see this Ant-Man thing now well yeah I'll see I it love it it's one, it's one of my favourite figurines it's beautiful oh wow it's wonderful and uh, when I'm thinking I just pick it up and I just look just at think, it oh isn't this good it just makes me happy one yeah. age we live in. We what a time. Ant-Man Lego. What a time to if be alive. If you told my my childhood self that this would be a thing, I wouldn't have believed yeah, you. Yeah, I'd have told you to get lost. I'd told you, get out of my house. Who yeah. are you? Get out of my house. How do you get You're a You're scaring me. Yeah. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's... Um, I, I don't... I, I get very kind of like... I like a kind of like simple life. Mm, yeah. So I'm having to kind of like break a few of my habits where I'm kind of like it's okay to have nice things <laughs> you know what I mean yeah yeah it's yeah. this weird thing where like I, if Lucy jokes that like if I had my way every wall I'd like my perfect house would be like every wall would be perfectly white and there'd be nothing <laughs> oh it's looking very bright in here yeah it'd be, it'd be completely zen yeah. you know I, I'd go and rake a little pile of sand every morning and that would be too much be, oh, who put bit, all this sand here extravagant yeah I like my food plain. <laughs> give me a dry biscuit. Give me, give me, uh, give me just a unskinned bit of chicken. Oh, that's a bit, it's a bit flashy. <laughs> that's a bit, yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to like, you know, it's okay to have nice things. Like we have a, yeah, we have a fairly substantial collection of uh, board games. You do, but it's pretty modest compared to some. Mm. Uh, I, uh, yeah, it's like um. But there are some, you know, they, there's collections of so many different things. That's the point, I suppose, I'm getting to. That, yeah. You know, some of them are damn weird, like hair. Ooh. You know, people, they're weird, but, you know, as long not, as they don't come around here and my, start laying their hair all over the place, then or take do you what you want. Or yeah. take some of mine. Uh, my great auntie Ruth mm. used to collect a very particular type of pottery. Yeah, there you go. So, for example, like every time we'd go and I, there's probably a name for it, and I'm sure someone out there knows, but like it was light there's, blue with oh, white trim. You know what I mean? Oh, it'll come to me because the the Stoke where I lived for three years yeah, ah, is that, called the Potteries. That rings a bell. Clarice Cliff. Yes, 
Claris Cliff Pottery. What a, what a knowledge. Well, I used to live in... My halls was called Claris Cliff. There you go. At uh, uni. It's Claris Cliff Pottery. Uh, but she had... Uh, is this ringing a bell? She had like these plates. Mm. And they were all that particular blue with like a white... It's like um, like a embossed race. sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean. There you go. But she used to have like a, a very high shelf running just below the ceiling. Uh, yeah, I like... I like the idea that so, those of you who are YouTube fans yeah. will probably know Chris Stuckman, who is that you don't. You have, we've already had this conversation. That's fine. Tell me again. He, he's a movie reviewer. Oh, okay. I tend to agree with most of what he says, so I oh, watch okay, a lot of okay. his reviews. And he has the Pop Funkos. He has high shelves, and they're all around this room he's got in his house. They look really good. Ah. And that's eventually what I'd like to get to with certain things. I've got some shelves, um, which I'm pointing to for those who can't see me. Which need to go up this weekend, and that's going to be the start of my little display. Where you go, you see the world's your oyster. Yeah, I, I well, mean, I've got, I've got room, I've got room mm. to move forward with this collection. Well, I think that's a dream. Like, as and when, like, you know, me and Lucy move on to our next place. We, you know, the next time we move on, we're we're probably going to be looking to buy. Yeah, and both the economy keeps going the way it's going. Oh, uh, let's just... not let's not get started yeah. on that, John. <sighs> Dear me, but um. Yeah, as and when we get a house entirely of our own. Mm. I mean, where we're not renting, we're not house-sitting or anything like that. It will be a point where now I'm really going to put our stamp on this. Yeah. And, like, and if we have a house with a degree of space... Which you won't be able to move for clutter and Ant-Man But that's my thing. It's like, let's have, let's have display cabinets. Mm. You know, let's put my Lego on display. Let's, yeah. I, wanna, I, wanna, I really want to... Um, I'd love to hang more paintings. Yeah. I love, know, my, I love my little bits of art around here. Well, he's like, you know, I work with... You know, I work with enough artists, and I'm enough of an egotist where I'd love to hang drawings of my well, characters. Exactly, on the walls yeah, and that'd stuff. be cool. And yeah, and I, I do that a little bit. I've got a drawing of your characters framed on that shelf. I'm up always, there. I'm always. It's not hanging on a wall, I notice, but um, no, it's, up, it's look, it's up with my little, my little display up there. Yeah, I'm always touched when it's got I see an Eddie that. Eddie Stobart truck. Always, always touch when I see that. You know, up there with Eddie Stobart. And Eddie the, Stobart and C three PO's up weirdly, there at the moment. Weirdly muscular. He's, he's moving. He's moving to the shelves. He's going to he's when they go up. Relegated or promoted? Promoted to the Promo- shelves. Ooh. That's a promotion. Nice, my good friend. Surprised you don't have more Lego in in your house, actually. Well. As I say, it's expensive. It expensive That's probably yeah. the only reason, to be honest. It's a rich man's game. At the moment, I'm buying relatively cheap items, I yeah. suppose, Star Wars-wise, and the Pop Funkos yeah. and whatever. They're the most expensive thing. But if I'm setting myself such a budget this weekend, yeah. it's probably a slippery slope. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if you've got, you know... And I don't, I don't want to be glib about money, but it's like, if you can afford it, and it makes yeah. you happy... Why not? Why not? Yeah. Exactly. No, that's very yeah. true. Don't bankrupt that's yourself. The, that's the collector's mantra. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But yeah, don't don't spend what you can't afford. Yeah. It's very important to remember that it, uh, in all walks of life. I think I've forgotten this, but I always heard someone saying like, uh, it used to be like, uh, do you remember there used to be a program on BBC called like Your Money or Your Life? Rings bell, yeah. And it was always like Remind people who me. were overspending. Oh, yeah. And there's this gentleman, I and can't they really looked say, at their Alvin, bills. his name was Alving something, he had like a bow tie. Stardust. I want to say, <laughs> say Alving Scarless, but I don't think it was Alving Scarless. And he'd like, he'd come in and he'd say, we can... You know, here's how you need to change your life to, you know, you've got like 15 credit cards. Like, here's how yeah. we can balance it out. And I think they look at their receipts, wouldn't they? And they go, oh my God, you yeah. spent this much on bog roll or whatever. And I always think like, he always said something like, well, if you're going to buy something, ask yourself, do you want it? Mm. Do you need it? Mm. Can you afford it? Yeah. Two and out of three ain't bad. I think, I think that was his thing. Like, if you can answer two out of three, yeah, it's okay. Mm. Buy it. I always remember, like, I never saw much of that show, but I remember one episode where there was a guy who, in hindsight, because this was maybe like 10, 15 years ago, I saw it, he was about our age now. Mm. 
And he was living at large, you know, and uh, hemorrhaging cash left, yeah. right, and centre. So they bring the expert in. And the way the show works is he goes like, well, you know, you're spending, you know, 50 quid a week on toilet paper. You know, stuff like that. He said, that's a bit extravagant. Maybe you could go down to the single ply <laughs> rather than the quadruple ply. Yeah, yeah. You know, and stop burning it. No, no, nobody <laughs> needs to be that comfortable when they're having a poo, do they? There's comfort and then there's comfort. Yeah, there's, you know... Just I've never gone four-ply, so maybe I don't, four know. Maybe I don't know. Four-ply sounds too thick. Hex-tuple-ply. This sounds... Oh, no, let's not get into that. That's removed. <laughs> wouldn't get any feedback. <laughs> That's what the four-ply said. Uh, <laughs> but and I remember, like, him telling you that, well, you know, here's what you got to do, you know, maybe drink a little less, you know, balance it out. Give him, like, quite a sensible plan. He said, I reckon, mm. in, like, within a couple of years, we can get your spending... You can get all your debts settled. Yeah. Didn't and listen to him. Guy goes, nope. And then it's like, what? And then like, they'd always go, what happened next? Yeah, yeah. And he goes like, you know. He's in prison. And he goes like, Diane followed Alvin's plan and now she's debt free. Yeah. She goes, thank you, Alvin. Thank you, Alvin. You know, you thumbs, saved my life. Thumbs up. And then this guy's like, Derek moved to Iron Apple. And it's just like a photo of him on a balcony. You go like, way. This was the last photo of him they ever took. He <laughs> fell off the balcony shortly afterwards. He died as he lived. Yeah. Watching blimps. <laughs> Full of holes. <laughs> yeah. Pierce. But yeah. On a metal fence. Yeah. It all sort of leads us this to Pokemon Go, mm. which is the current craze. The new craze. Um, Everything old is new again. But neither you or I have played it. I don't want to be that guy. Well, I never played original Pokemon and I literally do not know what it's all about. I, it's passed me by completely. I loved Pokemon back in the day. Did you? And I, I even collected, AC, on topic, Good I collected goodness. Pokemon cards. There you go. But I think I, uh, you know, as I said, much like Warhammer, I reached a point where I was like, I'm done. Yeah. With Pokemon, I made the perfect deck. Right. Of, what does that mean? As in, I had one of those rare moments where I decided to build a grass and fighting deck in Pokemon cards. I'm not going to be able to contribute well, much to this let, discussion. Let me just say, like, imagine, replace, like, Pokemon with, like, football. Sure. Shinies are still good. Good. Everyone enjoys Football it. stickers, there's there you go. Football, there you go, football stickers, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just had the luck of the luck of the golden gogs, and I opened a booster pack and had every card I wanted needed. in oh, Shinies. So I had the perfect deck. The planets aligned. No one to play with, the perfect deck, and I was like, well, I'm done. Where do, where do we go from here? Yeah. I flew too close to the yeah, sun. Yeah, exactly. But I love Pokemon. Gonna get burned. I played uh, Pokemon Red, Generation 1. I played Pokemon Gold, Generation 2. And I played Pokemon Ruby, which is Generation 3. And then I kind of stopped. That's when I kind of got out of the game. Yeah. And then, bear in mind, there's been like a new Pokemon like every couple of years. Yeah. And then, earlier this year, when I was a little bit ill, mm. that coincided with the 20th anniversary Right. I think I've got that right. The 20th anniversary of Pokemon, the original. Right. And I re-downloaded it. Oh, my. Which is kind of terrifying, because whereas like I... a game? Yeah. I thought it was a card game. No, no, no. I mean, no, sorry, not the card game. This is the actual computer game. Oh. Because I played the original game on the Game Boy. Okay. Okay, bear with me. Game Boy. I remember the Game Boy. Yeah, okay. I didn't know it was on a Game Boy. And a game went into it. The cartridge. Yeah, cartridge. Okay. Got it. Okay. I'm with you. So that was Pokemon, on the train. Pokemon Red, me, 20 years ago, playing that. That was a video game. Yes. It was... Re- really? Are you not... Well, you I thought, don't know I this. thought you meant they were cards. They were, they were cards and a game. The game came first. The computer game came first. 
what they they like dovetailed. Okay, let's break it down. A Japanese company yes. <laughs> developed a computer what game. What is physics? <laughs> what is game? Yeah, what is game? Developed a computer game called Pokemon. Sure, gotcha. Which was released on the Nintendo Game Boy. Yeah. Pokemon then took over the world. There was a cartoon. Yeah. There was a card game. Yeah. There were collectible figurines. But did the card game relate to the video game? It was based on the video game. But it was they you didn't like join them together no. to be a super Pokemon. No, that was a bit kind of advanced for the time. Right, fine. But yeah, but like I've got it now. Okay, sorry. Okay. I'm I'm with you. Uh and then like earlier this year they re-released the original Pokemon. Mm. On the Nintendo DS. Got it. So, you know, much more advanced bit of kit. Yeah, yeah. The, the kind of Game Boy of its day. Yes. And now I could download in like three seconds the original Pokemon. Oh. And I had... So this is like early in the year when I was off work and a bit ill. And I was kind of like, I have nothing to do with my time. Mm. And I re-downloaded the very first Pokemon game, Pokemon Red. Yeah. And I was worried because I was like, I bet it's not as good. As yeah. I remember, I bet it's a bit weird. Yeah. It was amazing. Really? I sunk a hundred hours into well, that I game. Mean. And I I uh I was I was I was pretty damn good at it. Yeah. I'll actually. And I, I loved it and I was like, this is just as good as I remember, if not better. Oh. It's amazing. Really good. You can tell by by this conversation we're having that I literally don't have a clue. Well with this. Okay, I mean there's been lots of variants, but if you boil it down to the basics... You're hunting animals. Yeah. I and know I... what a Pikachu is. Okay. Yeah, screw Pikachu. Is oh. he lame? <sighs> He's too mainstream. We have to blame the cartoon for this. He's too mainstream. Yeah. He got too big for his yeah. boots. Because there was like... The gimmick is... Boots. It's a world where there are these monsters called Pokemon. Oh. Which is short that's for... the name of the game. Pocket Monster. Oh, that makes sense. That's what it's short for. And the idea is... That's quite clever. You... In this weird world, are only respected if you're a Pokemon trainer. Mm. So there are these things called Pokeballs, mm. which is a little red and white sphere. Yeah, I can picture the ball. The idea is that if you throw it at a wild Pokemon, you, you can, can capture them. Got it. And they get trapped in the ball mm. and will now serve you right. as horribly you know, indentured servants. <laughs> so then you go, well, I want to catch a more powerful Pokemon. Got it. So you so, send your existing... So then, yeah, so you send your lad. Pokemon out to weaken it. And then you they catch battle, it. They battle, then you catch it. And there are 150 to catch. Oh. And the idea is that when you start the game, it varies in every game, but let's just start with the basic one. When you start the game, Professor Oak, I think I've got that right, mm. who's your mentor, goes, well, now that you're like 13, you know, young lad, you're going to leave home and begin... The exciting life of a Pokemon trainer. Oh. This is apparently just normal. Okay, yeah, sure. No, I'll, I'll accept that. And he goes, as a given. As a gift, you can choose a Pokemon to begin with. Oh. And it gives you a choice. You can pick of one three. of the, the good ones. Gives you three. Mm. Squirtle, mm. who is a water Pokemon. Okay. Charmander, who is a fire Pokemon. Right. Or Bulbasaur, who is a grass Pokemon. I would go with the third one. I too. I, I don't I, know why. I always went with Bulbasaur. I always went with Bulbasaur. And then your rival, who's called Gary. It's imaginative. Always picks the one which can beat yours. Bastard. Because it's like rock, oh, pa- that is classic. So it's like rock paper, scissors. Fire beats grass. He, he shouldn't be allowed to do it afterwards. That's not fair. It's not fair, exactly. 
Grass I wouldn't play rock, paper, scissors if that was the rules. Well, yeah. He always gets to go after the nonsense. So then you journey off into the world. And the, the, the rough format of the game is that you travel around the world and you have to go to eight cities. And every mm. city has a Pokemon gym. Right. And when you go to a gym, you have to fight a load of Pokemon trainers. Oh. Because you can, it's like an honor And then battle. you get their Pokemon. Well, you, no. Oh. You just defeat them. But when you defeat the gym master, you get a badge. Mm. And the idea is that when you've collected all eight badges, you get to go to fight the Elite Four, who are the four Good great. God, this They're, sounds complicated. It's, it, it's really not. It's really not. It's quite simple. But the, the four, the Elite Four are the greatest Pokemon trainers in the world. And by defeating them, and then Gary... Oh, Gary's, Gary's a shit. Gary, Gary is a pain in the ass. I called him Asshat. You get the chance to name yeah. him. Oh, that's nice. So it, uh, in my, my replaying, I was he, Asshat was my rival. Good, good. And yeah, and then you beat Gary, and that is the game, and you become the greatest Pokemon trainer of the world. But then you oh, go back, and, and you then keep you get the Pokemon. Then you keep playing, and the idea is that you catch all 150. Blimey! And yeah, that's pretty much it. And oh, like, wow. there's different elements. So like, there's fire, water, grass, electric, rock, etc. You know, insect. Uh, I feel like I understand it more. Okay. So then we fast forward to 2016. Yeah. And, and now, now you have running Pokemon around getting Go. run over. Yeah. Basically, yes. So now it is a slightly simplified version of the game. Mm. Because in the main game, you have a team of six Pokemon. Right. Who you choose. And in battle, you can switch them out. So if one of your Pokemon gets knocked unconscious, they never die. Right. Because knocked They're unconscious. Disabled. You send another guy in. Or if your dude's losing, you go, oh, better send this guy in. Yeah. And of course, some uh, elements do better against others. Yeah. So for example, a, uh, like a thunder or lightning Pokemon, an electric Pokemon, can't hurt like a rock Pokemon. Mm. But it's completely immune right. to it. That's the idea. So you'll do, you know, your enemy sends out like an Onyx, which is like a rock snake. Oh. And you've got like your Pikachu, who's like electric. And you go, oh, damn it. Can't hurt him. He's the main man, isn't he? But water or grass does very well against rock. Sure. So you go can hide the rock. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. So so I better send out my my grass dude. So you send him out. Mm. You know, so that kind of thing. And every Pokemon has four attacks. Oh. So when in battle, you choose, you go, go get him, Bulbasaur. And then you go attack. And then it has four attacks. Mm. And as they level up, they learn new attacks. Oh. But you have to dis- but if you have four attacks and you want to learn a new attack, you've got to forget one. I see. And there's no backsies. Right. So, so you only give it up forever. That's the thing. So you've got to be very st- strategic about it. Mm. And certain Pokemon evolve. Oh. So like uh, uh Bulbasaur, one of your starting Pokemon. Yes. All the starting Pokemon, I think it's level sixteen. Mm. Could have got that wrong. But when they hit level sixteen, they start evolving. Which means they turn into another Pokemon. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, Bulbasaur turns into Ivysaur, oh. who is more powerful. I see. But the trade-off is that Bulbasaur learns better moves earlier on. Oh. So it's a trade-off, because you can stop your Pokemon evolving. I see. So every time your Pokemon levels up, he goes, oh, Bulbasaur's trying to evolve. Stop you, it. You stop can, it. Yeah, exactly. You can press and hold B. And it won't evolve. It won't evolve. So it's always a trade-off. I see. So yeah, and in that way, you level up your dukes, they evolve, you complete your Pokedex, mm. which is like your encyclopedia. Then also the gimmick back in the day was that you could plug your Game Boy into another Game Boy with a cable, right. and you could trade Pokemon. Oh. 
And they always release two versions of every game. So the original Pokemon came in Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Good God. And Pokemon Red had ten Pokemon you couldn't get in Pokemon Blue. Of course it did. And vice versa. It's a money-making machine, this. So the only way to complete your Pokedex was to find a friend who had a different version to you and trade. Yeah, okay. So now, Good. well, let's let's take all that as a given. Yeah. Why is everyone running around the field literally right now? Because uh, Pokemon Go is the gift the world was waiting for. The I gift guess. it didn't need. Yeah. Because like the gimmick. So, so people look at a map, say. Yes. Around their house. Yes. Oh, there's a Pokemon up my ass or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. How? And then they try and catch it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's pretty much it. Oh. Yeah, but it's like uh you go walking and you've got the app. Yeah, I like I like the only I suppose the, the good bit about it is it is people are socializing yeah. and going ta- for a walk. I was telling you about geocaching. Yes, the other you were day. recently, yeah. yeah. It's a very similar thing. Yeah. So you get out of the house, you go walking, and your little app goes, A little symbol appears and yeah. goes, There is a Pokemon and it will tell you whether like he's very near, near like far away and then what you hold your phone up and he appears on your screen well yeah you but well basically you hold the phone up it gives you like a map mm. of the world which of course relates to where you are yeah and it goes like oh there's a pokemon and he's like far away yeah so you go oh kind of try and track him down so you keep walking yeah and then it's like hot cold like hot potato cold potato yeah, you go, yeah. Oh, hotter warmer 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 and then it goes oh he's near oh getting close keep going he goes Oh, oh, he's very near. He's very near. And then he goes, you're almost on him. And that moment mm. when you're almost on a Pokemon. You hold your phone up. You hold him up. And then it gives you, then it's like that augmented reality view. And it'll show you and where you go, like, is. Where is he? Where is he? So you're looking around. You go, oh, he's there. Mm. And then he's just kind of like in front of you. And yeah. then you have to like flick on, on the screen. Yeah. To throw Pokeballs at him. Right. And then if you hit him, he goes, oh, you caught him. And oh. now you have that Pokemon. Cool. So then like, because uh, Nick has it and he's been explaining it to me. And like, but then you have a thing where there are, because it's mapped to the real world, mm. there are poker stops and there are gyms. So right where we live, the roundabout yeah. is a poker stop. Is it? Yeah. It's very clever, actually. How, how have Pokemon Inc. Yes. Let's call them. They call it the Pokemon Company or whatever. whatever. Uh, how have they got permission to... To casually strewn their Pokemon all over the planet. It does. It, it is kind of like walking into someone's house and urinating on the carpet, isn't it? Like it's like they're dropping like Pokemon. They in. probably have never even seen that roundabout. No, they're dropping Pokemon. But there. we were having this very debate because it's like uh, the Proud Lion, mm. Cheltenham's very own comic shop, has a Pokemon. Is a Pokemon is a Pokestop. But our friend Ben, yeah, didn't. Get no, permission. no, no. But Ben's very happy about it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's saying like, hey guys, I'm a Pokescop. Stop on by. Mm. So they must have, they teamed up with Google. So they must have targeted various businesses. Yeah. And Lucy was wondering if it was like, because a lot of... That tri- can't be a coincidence. No, no, no. Cause, cause, but like at the same time, it's not like every business mm. in the town centre is a Pokescop. No. But it's, it can't be a coincidence. Like the comic shop no. is. But a lot of churches are. So they clearly... Whatever their algorithm is for calculating this, yeah. they've found a way of calculating places where people go to a lot. Yeah. So, like, they, it's like, well, that's basically, um, but clearly they are using Google's maps and areas of interest mm. 
are kind of being like, oh, well, that's a Pokescope. Wasn't there, there was, was it Central Park had a rare one yeah. and about a thousand people turned up and yeah. started pushing and shoving each other. People died. People died. And there is now a poker date app. Right. Where it's pretty much what it sounds. It's a dating app. For people who... For people who go hunting Pokemon. Wow. That's the world we live in. This could bring people together. Matthew Broderick and his floppy disk would be spinning in his grave. (laughs) If only they knew. If only they knew. Time for a sequel. War Games 2. War Games 2. Pokemon Go. Pokemon No. Pokemonier than before. Pokemageddon. Pokemageddon. (laughs) Trademark that immediately. John, get on Google. We've got to trademark that. Writes itself. Pokemageddon. (laughs) Get the legal office on the phone. Somebody get me the president of films. Hello? Hollywood, <laughs> I've got an idea for you. I've got an idea that's going to revolutionise your business. What's rather fun is that the uh, the park near where we used to live and near where I currently live. Around, around oh, the yeah, Winston Churchill Gardens. Well, there, well, I was trying to keep it secret, but there we go. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. Um, I'm going to have to hide. But yeah, <laughs> notorious drug dealing. Yeah, there's all sorts goes on in there. That is a gym. Right, so there's lots of Pokemon there. Yeah, well, no, but the thing with gyms is... Yeah. You defend them. Why would you go there, then? Well, here's the thing. This is the gimmick now in Pokemon Go. When you sign up, you can join one of three teams. Mm. Red, blue, or yellow. Right. And everyone in the world... Does it matter which? No, no, not really. You just choose. But everyone in the world has an allegiance. Mm. So say, like, you're red. Sure. And... You're walking home from work and you pass a Pokemon, a Pokey gym or mm. whatever. Now, the gimmick is you can go, oh, no one's claimed this. I'm going to claim it for red. Oh, right. Okay. So then globally. That's known as a red you, gym. You've, you've won a victory for red. So oh. you go, I'm going to claim this for red. So you say, ha, ah, this park, this KFC, this church, which is a Pokey gym. Yeah. Is now, I've claimed it for red. So you take your most powerful Pokemon mm. and you leave him there right. to defend it. Oh. Here's the a, here's a thing. So then, so now in the global map, that gym goes red. Yeah. So you've claimed a victory for red. Yeah. Then you go home. I walk along. Mm. I'm team red as well. Oh. And I pass the gym and I go, hey, a red gym. And my mate Rayman, yeah. he's left a guy to defend it. Yeah. I'm going to back him up. So, so I, you leave your Pokemon. I leave my strongest oh, Pokemon there. Okay. And every red... So they're per- just working out. Yeah. So every red person going along, just, you know, lifting weights, pumping some iron. Pumping iron. Every red, every red person walking along leaves a Pokemon there. Gotcha. So, so then, flash forward like a week, there's 40 Pokemon defending the red God, gym. That sounds crowded. Meanwhile, Team Yellow mm. are eyeing it up. Oh. And they go, we want this gym for Yellow. Gotcha. So they have to kill... All 40 Pokemon. So they unleash their Pokemon. Yeah. So then... So they, what do they do? They leave their Pokemon there. They battle them. So, so that, I, if I was, say... Say I'm now Team Yellow and it's yeah. red and it's got 40 or whatever. Yeah. I go there with my yeah. team. Yeah. To, would we have to go in person? You have to be near it. And we'd what? Unleash our Pokemon? Yeah. Now, the, the thing is, you on your own probably wouldn't be able to defeat 40 Pokemon. Sure. But you could defeat five or and one, then other people could come past. And then someone else does it. Got and it. the idea is that Yellow would eventually whittle it down. And claim it. And the gym. moment they defeat it, they claim it, then they do the same. They leave their Pokemon there. Oh. To stock it up. What is the point of all this? 
Well, arguably nothing because we're all on a relentless march to the grave. But <laughs> and how and and how for kids? But it's you know it's it's addictive. They um yeah. there was a game uh, a few years ago called Ingress. Yeah, doesn't ring a bell. No, that's a thing. That's that's a thing. It was very very popular for people who played it. Yeah, but it was a precursor to Pokemon Go. Oh, and in fact, the people who developed Ingress were brought on to develop Pokemon Go. Oh, right. They because it's a more popular brand. Well, exactly, yeah. They developed the technology, and then like Pokemon said, hey, let's get Google on board, and yeah. let's get the Ingress team on board, oh. and we'll make Pokemon Go. Because Ingress was like all of this without Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. So the idea was that everywhere in the globe, the entire globe, was just land to be captured. Yeah. So you, I'm going to download Ingress. Ding, I've got Ingress. I'm going to join Team Green. Yeah. So now it was something like you would go to like different points of the map and draw and by traveling mm. you would draw like a shape. Right. So you go like, I'm gonna go north, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go that way, you make like a triangle. Yeah. And then I'm I'm probably getting this horribly wrong. Uh, but then that shape would go green. Right. And the idea was that so if you walk around the block or something. Yeah. So then the idea was that everyone in the world who was on Team Green was capturing space oh. for Team Green. Okay. And they were fighting against people capturing it for other colours. Yeah. So you might wake up and go, oh, god damn it. Like, someone just recaptured my oh, my block. Bastards. So you go and do it again. So what, they just walk the same route? Yeah. Oh. And then the idea is that, like, everyone with the app would be fighting and w- to, to c- conquer space while also kind of, you know, working with their teammates around the world. Oh. So that that's what birthed Pokemon Go. Why can't everyone just get along? It's, well, it's, that's what I want to know. It's better than you know war. Oh yeah, sure. I guess in some ways. Yeah, in some. I mean, it's like you know, people they're having fun. Yeah, they're getting out. You know. Well, the good thing is people are getting out. Just getting and being social. The bad <laughs> thing is people are attacking one another and getting run over and robbed. This is why we can't have nice things. Clever robbing, though. Very clever robbing. To be fair. I disagree with robbing in general, uh, but luring Pokemon players to a poker gym or stuff or whatever to rob them is ingenious. It's arguably very clever. I mean, you've almost got to admire villainy, which is... You've got to admire the audacity. Yeah, I mean, fair play. Fair play. But um, they did get caught because, of course, Pokemon Go uses GPS. Absolutely it does. So if if you have a smartphone and you rob someone... Yeah, maybe not that smart, then. And you're broadcasting your location. Yeah. Easy enough to track down. There are there are pitfalls in the plan. Have we talked about Pokemon Go enough? I think so. Have we talked about everything enough? Probably. I didn't expect this... Uh, well, how pop- long have we been going? Oh, good God, more than I... There was a beer break in the middle. There was a beer break in the middle. I didn't expect it to turn into a complete breakdown of Pokemon Go. <laughs> but hey... How did we know that I didn't understand it? I should have mentioned that before we started recording. We've all learned something. I feel... Richer for the experience. Yeah, I think it's good. I think we, uh, if if our only goal from this podcast was to, you know, waffle. I, th- oh, I think we've definitely done that. Done all right, yeah. Bearing in mind the first half of it wasn't even on topic. Nice, nice. I like this. So next week, or next fortnight, we're going to try and do this every couple of weeks. So it's going to be... Um, I will pick a topic. Yeah, it's going to be basically 40 minutes of content spread across two hours. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the format from now on. Well, who knows? Like, you know, maybe in time it will invo- it will evolve like a Pokemon to to have more in-depth content. Unless I press B. Oh. That was oh, good. That was oh, a Pokemon joke. Oh. To po- I was listening. Ten points. It's a Pokemon joke. Ten points, yeah. Good. We could probably, like... Uh, 
that's almost like a format, isn't it? It's like, first segment, we waffle. Second segment, there's a topic. Third segment, we teach each other something. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can explain... What, what did you learn today? Explain football to me next week. Yeah, oh, be, you might lose off. listeners. I, I worry for your podcast audience if I start doing that. We're all here to learn. Well, in many ways. Should we call it a day? Let's. Do you want to, do you want to just say goodbye? Yeah, sure. Um, poker bye. Whatever I, that means. I choose you. This podcast, and others like it, is made possible thanks to our wonderful backers on Patreon. To support Big Punch Studios as we make comics like Afterlife Thinking Seven String, games like Sandwich Masters, and podcasts like the one you've just been listening to, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Big Punch Studios. For just $5 a month, not only will you help make everything we do a reality, but we'll also send you four copies of Big Punch magazine a year. That's over 180 full-colour pages of comic action, featuring Cuckoo's Orb, 99 Swords and Catamarang, delivered straight to your door. This has been a Big Punch Studios production. For all things Big Punch, be sure to head on over to www.bigpunchstudios.com. 